When are you at peace? Well, for me, I don't even know what peace feels like. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. There you go right there. But how? Let me ask you a question. As a person that's always progressing, is always fighting, the only way that you gain, what they say, iron sharp as iron. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. friction. Yeah. It's no peace there. It's, it's friction. Yeah. You feel what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So at the same time, like my peace is in, within my growth, that process, that distance. All right, so let me ask you this question. Okay. Iron sharpens iron, right? right? Eventually, that craftsman is going to put this piece of iron on the wall and say, I did this. Mm-hmm. If you continuously sharpening it, when you going to be able to see your work? In the midst of, for me, for be honest with you, for me, as I sharpen it and I, when I sit back and admire it, that's my piece, bro. Yeah, but mm-hmm. think, think but about I can always tighten up this edge. Think about it this there way, right? Now, the more you sharpen it, uh-huh. right, the more it eats away. Because if you keep on sharpening it, right. you ain't going to have nothing left to sharpen. No, I don't believe in that, though. I'm just saying. Look, gotta, at, look gotta, at it my way, though. Gotta, uh, okay. iron, iron sharpen iron, right? right? Now, if you keep on sharpening these two iron pieces together, mm-hmm. eventually... One of them is going to chip away. Right, right. So if this one chip away, you're going to get a new piece of iron, right? Uh-huh. That's something else to focus on. Right. But while you're getting this piece of iron, you're still sharpening this other piece of what's going to happen. Mm. This one's going to fall off or okay, it's going to chip so away. Indeed. So listen, and speaking of this iron, as far as this analogy, that will only work if the iron was set aside or something to be... Um, if I was sitting aside as a piece not to be used... Mm-hmm. Your iron is yourself. Mm-hmm. Every day you leave your door, you're at war. But you shouldn't be. Hear me out. Hear me, hear me out. So when I go out and I leave and everything like that, like for me, every night, when I lay down at night, me, myself, mm-hmm. I, I like to visualize my day. Like, damn, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have did that. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I'm going to do better. So that's me iron sharpening, me sharpening my own iron. Mm-hmm. So is it, iron isn't something for you to sit back and admire. No, you always using your sword. You're using it. But- so your sword going to always need to be sharpened. I understand you. Okay. Right? But if you continue... What do you want, No, no. I'm going to get the cold, man. Thank you. Are you, you going to do that? Is, if, that, is that okay? Uh, Fineo. <laughs> <laughs> Fineo. Hey, 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 Fineo. By the way, by the way, I don't want to cut you off. By the way, my man, Nell, went and bought me a bottle of Avion to celebrate me having a new job and not selling dope, so... Oh, say so on the camera right there. The, oh, camera, the camera, that's your camera. camera. Over here. Oh, it's over here. This, I, I this, right this no. camera right there. There it is. So, <laughs> so if you did not buy me a bottle to celebrate my new that's job, that's not true. See, there you we're go. Not friends. Stop uh-huh. fighting. Stop fighting. I don't know how. I no, don't know how. exactly. That's you said someone buy you a bottle. Y'all ain't friends. Right. No, we're not friends. Slim. Why, why you? Why, why are you being so aggressive right there? See what I'm saying? See, you sound like my PO. <laughs> you sound like my parole parole. <laughs> this is what we're doing now is therapy through podcasts. Right. It is though. It is though. So yeah. listen, yeah. you can't sharpen your iron consistently and be at peace. Because let me tell you why. In order for iron to sharpen iron, you gotta have some friction Ricky. and some roughness on that yes, iron. Sir. In times of peace, huh? Prepare for war. You know what I always say. But wait, if, wait, if, wait, wait. Oh, sorry, okay. oh, sorry, you might like this quote right here. Okay. If you're always ready. You don't. You don't have to if get you stay ready. ready you you stay ready. You stay to get ready. Listen, sis. Look. This. First of all, I agree with no. That. Listen, what he said. But things if you stay ready, you ain't got to get. ready. But you, well, you're staying you ready, stay ready. In, in the stay ready phase. Thank you, sir. You're still at peace. Exactly. Yes, but his peace comes from him being ready. It's no, let me ready. Th- whole second now. Right. He's got a point right there. Hit your peace comes from what? I know someone to walk in this house right now. Mm-hmm. I got some some things downstairs. <laughs> So and you at right peace. back immediately. Hey, bro. So you at peace. With Why? That, with that, with that fire downstairs, that keeps me at peace. Cause you, cause you're ready. Cause I have the war mechanics ready. Nah. Yeah, it keeps me at peace. So All your right. peace does not come from you lacking. No, I'm ready. 
I'm no, ready. No, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, so yes, you're at yes, peace. Yes, of course. Yes. I'm peace because of the things that I have to protect the family. Hey, sis, you can't, come on, sis. That, that's fact. No, that is fact. Okay. But did you hear what he said? What? He at peace because yeah. he is not just aware, but ready. You don't have to be on the go 24-7. Right. When you go to bed at night, yeah. your thoughts should be, my day went is best as it could be. Okay. I can make it every day. But the alarm is set, and I know where the weapon is. Exactly. Let's be real, though. You <laughs> ignorant motherfucker. I see. You know, I agree with both of y'all. I, 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 see, I see it. I'm bringing the full circle. I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> yeah. A, a part of that person, people don't really realize also. Oh, well, give me that mic right there. Let's okay, let's I'm that, sorry. Let's get that full mm-hmm. voice. My fault. You, um, good, you good? I went to prison for murder. You mm-hmm. feel me? It wasn't the first murder I was charged with. Mm-hmm. Though I didn't do any of the other murders, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, um, no real stuff. So, um, it's it's always been a saying when I was growing up that said, murder is easy, but living with it is hard. Absolutely. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It, it's hard. Mm-hmm. So, with that being the case, like, the way you sleep at night and the way I sleep at night, it's going to be different, bro. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. There's, okay, so I guess we're getting to this point right here. Okay. Can I ask you this question? Right. Does it, do you still feel, do you feel any kind of remorse for what you had to do? Mm. My thing is this though. In a relationship. Don't answer that question. You in love. I know, because I'm telling you the prosecutor's listening. So look, <laughs> you're in love with this what person. Double jeopardy? Listen, listen. Right, right. <laughs> it's twenty twenty. So look, listen. You're in love with this person, okay? All right. You feel me? Okay. But this person is not what's best for you. And you know this. Mm-hmm. And y'all have spent years together. You you hook that up? You you gonna put that together? Together? Okay. So listen, <laughs> Ricky. So listen. So listen. This woman that you in love with, you know what I'm saying? I know you have the all the time. So, so listen. Hey. And you decided, you know what? Shout out to J. She's nah, not yes. what she's not what's best for me. Mm-hmm. I need to sever ties with her. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And you do that. Despite this being what's best for you, you still feel remorseful. Like, damn, I really love that person. You feel me? Right, right, right. That's where my remorse comes in at. It's like, at the end of the day, like, I did what I had to do. No question. But the family, it still was a loss of life. So I'm going to feel remorse. Right. There's no way you can kill somebody. And I don't care what the situation was, you're still going to feel like, damn, bro, like, that's fucked up. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So, like, that's where my remorse comes in. I'm not remorseful because I feel like on my end, it was him or me. Mm-hmm. I'm remorseful because, damn, she don't have her son no more. He don't have his brother no more. The child don't have his father no more. You feel me? So, yeah, that's where my remorse comes in at. Right, but I, but the thing at the same time with that, maybe maybe it's going to bother you a little bit of peace, too, as well. Uh-huh. It's that what they say about choices, yeah. long-lasting and never-changing. Absolutely. Somebody made a choice against you, Yeah. and you were forced yeah. to make an immediate Absolutely. choice back. Absolutely. Absolutely. But still, even with you making that choice, like I said, again, it's like, you still feel like, damn, slow. I mean, of course, it's it's you being a human, though. Right, right. And that came, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Like, all this stuff has been relearned, for real. People, man, if I can, man, just for a minute. You always can. Talk to that mic, though. You got it. Hold hold that thought real quick. I don't mean to interrupt you. But when you talk about the remorse you have Mm -hmm. for the people, Mm -hmm. right, or his family, right, right? Is that a thought you have every night? Because I know some people, they have nightmares because of, you know what I'm saying, murders that they think PTSD right, is real. Right, right, right. Um, do you think about it when you go to sleep? Is it something that you wrestled with while you were in prison? Mm. Um, 
Is it something that made you stay up at night? Do you see his face? Mm. Like when you when you go to sleep at night? I mean, mm. I hear those stories. Right. So I want to know from your perspective, mm. like, do you hear it? Do you see it? Um, They have something in Maryland. I don't know if it's in every state, but it's called a victim impact statement. You mm -hmm. feel me? And that's when the victim's family can come to court and pretty much full blast you. Right. And the one thing I remember from that statement was it was his brother. And Slim's like, we used to throw the football back and forth. Like, I can't even throw the football with him no more. You feel me? And he and he linked on me like, you bitch ass nigga. When I see you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I respect that. But like, I don't blame my choices as far as alcohol, whatever I used to. But I don't sleep at night. You don't? Nah, it don't. And it's it's and it's not that just that situation. It's that it was so many bad decisions I made. You feel me? Um. Do you? I told. Hold on. Let me say something. I please, told. I, I told. I told Nell. And Nell, you know this about me. I study a bunch of religions, right? One religion oh, I study. Take that stuff off. The uh, yeah. Take the stuff off. Yeah. You good. You good. We good. Go ahead. Okay. One religion I study was moral science. Okay. Mm -hmm. what, what kind of science? Moral science. M moral science. Moorish. No, no, uh, Moorish. Yeah. Spell it. Uh, M O O R I S H. Moorish science. Okay. They follow the prophet Noble Drew Ali. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. One one thing I learned from they from their Quran it says when a man takes another man's life, his life is no longer his own. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I said to say that um, that's like that's why I'm so dedicated to never going back. Like I felt like when I took that man's life, like my life don't my life belongs to the people now. I'm a servant. You're a new man now. Yeah, ex exactly. The so, old you is no longer. Exactly. So the thing is though, so like I'm not gonna lie to you and 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 Brit like. I don't really sleep well. Mm. It's, it's it's like you say you 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 see it you see it, bro. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you went from being human to being an animal, and we, we when you return to being human again, it's like it's 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 the conscious. That's that peace thing I was telling you about. The, the, I'm sorry, say it again. That's that peace thing. <laughs> Peacekeeper. <laughs> it's, it's full circle now. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Quick question. I want to put you on the spot here, but um, I don't know. That may be, that may be a little bit too much right there. Nah, give but, it to me. Let's go. Hold on, wait. I'm drinking Avion. Let's go. All right, all right. I, I'm I'm a very inquisitive individual. That's why I asked that question. Definitely. So I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm not trying to cost anything. No rides home. No questions from that. It's about to go down. Hey now. Okay. Lock the door. Would you want to have kids one day? But I want to have kids. What made you ask me that, bro? Did she? T what made you ask me that? Did she? No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Chill. Hold on, Kiana. Be cool. Hold I, on. I, I'll ask this because that we've talked about you. Your life belongs to someone else. Uh, you were put in a wrong, uh, bad position where you had to take a life. Yeah. How would you feel about bringing a life into this world? Mm. Mm. Would you see that as your penance? Would you see that as like you get you have an opportunity someone else didn't? Can I be honest with you? Yes, sir. Can we be completely honest? Mm -hmm. Hell yes, being why. Right. One of the reasons why I have never wanted to have children is because, like, one of the hardest things for me to do is forgive myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And I feel like, like, I feel like, like, God is just. Whatever God you serve, Allah, Yahuwah, whatever. Okay, so I feel like, in my God being just, any child I bring into this world is going to be fucked up. Because of, because of what you did? Of course. Mm. One thing about mm. me, I was raised Christian, so it was like the sins of the father mm -hmm. will mm. fall upon the sons. Mm. True or not, Old I, don't, I don't... Old Testament. Sir. So, 
That's deep. I'm afraid, like, damn, bro, like, you can't really hurt me, bro. Like, uh, mentally, I'm, I'm, I'm to the point in which it's like, death doesn't scare me. I'm, you can't hurt me. You can't. So it's like, the only way to hurt me is to hurt something that I love. What more or stronger love can you have than your child, bro? I agree. So it's like, damn, bro. It's like, for me so to have a... for the parents. You ain't gonna tell us anything otherwise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So you know, so the only way, like, you know what? Not saying that God is that vengeful. Like, damn, slum. He don't care about being blind, being crippled. I don't care about none of that. I don't. Mm -hmm. Right now, but the child that I'm waiting on, like... I'm gonna make this child not saying this child like, I don't know. It's like that's what scares me about being a parent. Like, damn, mm -hmm. that's how I'm gonna be repaid, karma wise, for all I've done. Well, so if, 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 we, uh, if I could, real quick, mm -hmm. I apologize. I mean, you look at you look at several uh, biblical characters like David. He had children, right? Uh, Samuel, one of his greatest, one of the greatest children, he had too as well. Went on to do. I mean, he, he, know, he had his he, issues. He know the Bible, okay? Okay. But he, he, had, he had he had he had <laughs> he had he had his own he had his own issues too as well with women. Samuel did. Okay. Okay. But he was still a great man. David had uh, he had eight kids and uh and, and all, but I mean David he he did things that yeah. weren't that yeah. God didn't always see. David was off the hook. Okay. Yeah. But if God forgives. Yeah. Then what will be the issue with you? And so that's what I was see, about to and, say. And that's what we, see, you gotta realize though, God forgives. It's easier. I feel like it's harder for us to forgive ourselves, bro. It and, is. And think that I think you. that you may be holding yourself back. When I it comes do, to that. bro. I do. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Like then, in that, in that's the case. Then is your feeling yeah. greater than God? So this is why. Mm. This is why I keep on saying this okay. peace thing when it comes. I never to thought you. about that though. You're yeah. feeling greater than okay, okay. Yeah, like that, therapy, podcast therapy. And, and when I tell you, it's you are not at peace. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you my personal experience. Okay. You know, I love you like a brother. That's right. Sure. You are not at peace. You're not at peace with. You haven't come to be at peace with your situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You might say that you are at peace, right. but saying you are at peace and is not at, you oh, being you. at peace. If you have to struggle and you feel like you are in a fight day to day, even spiritually, you are supposed to be spiritually free if your eyes are on God. And the way you talk about God and the Almighty Heavenly, right, you're supposed right, to be at right, peace right, every right, right. day. You can't be at peace with yourself. You fighting these demons. All right. No sin is greater than the next, right? Right. You hear that all the time. But this sin, have you asked God to forgive you for it yet? Have mm. you actually laid down and say, all right, God, I lift my hands. It's all up to you. I've no, done all that I can that. do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to be at peace with that. And when I say coming back from a deployment, like my last deployment, I had to be at peace with a whole lot of shit I wasn't ready to be at peace with. That's your question. Partially, partially the reason why I'm not at peace. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Do you... How you feel about war? As opposed to what? Like, like just just your view of war. Like, are, are you pro-war or are you, you anti? Like, what's your view to a war? It's necessary. That's what I'm saying. So, hey, Rick, so like she just said, yes, it's hard for me to find peace because... You can't have peace without going to war first. Right. right. I, no, what I'm saying or is you can't have war without achieving peace. It's right. Your, it's your view toward it. I'm going to be real with you. Mm -hmm. <sighs> war is necessary, but no, there is a beginning talk, okay. and an end, though. This is why I feel like why I can't have peace because, like, personally, me personally, 
some people really need to die. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like, oh, don't say that because it's not right. No, I'm sorry. Like, with this never going back thing, like pedophiles and rapists and it's, it's certain people like, I don't, I don't really like, and I'm not there yet. So, and my conscience tell me, damn, bro, you should be like that because like, I can't get with them, slum. So, like, it's hard for me to find peace because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, my spirit is like, I, 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 just, I just can't rock with it. Well, the right. thing is that that's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I can't. No, no, I, nobody I, I, here. I, I, no real ter- stuff. To, okay. Nobody. I'm ter- I, I, I'm like this. Okay. If you take away a child's innocence. Come on, bro. You, you don't really deserve to live at that point. I agree. That's what but I'm saying, with bro. that point okay. right there, we have. Anyway, we can, talk about the, we can talk about legal system here, too, as well. Okay. Laws. I want to get back to with that, too, as well. That we have a system that's the way it's supposed to work is that mm-hmm. you do that, you go to jail, and then you may sit on death row too as well. Which I would like to hear your opinion on that. That's it, bullshit. Sure. Okay, I'd like to hear your opinion on that. I have certain that's things that too. That's well. that's I'm just, bullshit, I'm, yeah. I'm just giving the what yeah. how our society works, and then after that, there it is. Now, with that being said, King, if you have nothing else, I want to touch on exactly what we was uh, about to hit on right here as far as laws go. The I, I want to hit more on a pedophile thing. Well, no, I, no, I, no. We're not gonna talk about pedophiles. Yeah, I, I don't want to. What, what, what we're not that. gonna do is give them no bump. We're not. No, <laughs> like, no, they don't get. It. When I say talk about them, I mean like the the going to war and having to deal with those type of situations. Mm-hmm. Like when you say you're not at peace, mm-hmm. right? And you can't be at peace with that. Believe me when I tell you, bruh, I'm not at peace with that shit neither. Right, 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 right. But I will say, I am at peace, right? Right. I serve a mighty God, okay? He gonna take care of anybody. Any type of pedophile, he gonna take care of them, right? Now, you gotta be... Peace is... Peace is an aura, okay? (laughs) And I know when you met me, you was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? She speaks some real life shit. Yeah, but you're aggressive. I am aggressive. Very aggressive. But let me tell you why I'm aggressive, though, right? When you talk about survival, mm-hmm. I had to survive. Right. It was facts, a lot of shit facts. I went through in my life that I had to survive. Right. People look at me every day and be like, I don't know why you smile every I didn't know day. about the cancer. Like, not to put you out there, but I didn't know about the cancer. I'm going to tell you something that I never told anybody else. Okay. BNY, breaking news. Hit BNY that. exclusive. Okay. BNY exclusive. When I went through my cancer, mm-hmm. I was still in the service. I went through it alone. Damn, bro. Like, the only, the only person who knew about my cancer... Was my mother and Donnell. Motherfucker. And hey. when, when I tell you they were the hey. only people, my sister didn't know. And I have a twin. Identical twin. She she knew certain parts of it. Hold on. She didn't know what it was. One second. Hey, hey, Nell. What's up? What color are your eyes? Go ahead, babe. No, no. Say it. Say it. Say it. No, no. Wait. Say how you said it that, that night. Say it. They like brown. No, no. You didn't say it like brown. <laughs> Nigga, don't be cute. What color your eyes? Say, hazel. Hazel. That's <laughs> a liquor talking. But so those are the only ones who know about your cancer. Those those were the only two. So, mind you, I've known Donnell since I was twelve years old. Okay. When I came, wait a minute, y'all knew since twelve. I knew my since I was 12. Shout out to Benjamin Floyd's. You never told me that though. I know it since twelve years old. He always say I ain't tell him something. So I was twelve years old. I, I, Man, I swear to God, I, I was, was twelve, 12 years, years old. old. <laughs> <laughs> Where to go? Did, I like that. I like that. He did that though. I like that. I swear to God, I was twelve years old. Damn, slum. So this shit ain't new, y'all. So n- no. 
when listen, y'all like the hood Beyonce and Jay Z. We are not. <laughs> I keep saying Whole that. Whole second now. I've been saying that. They the hood Beyonce and Jay Z, bro. Look at him. Look at him. Yeah, hey, that picture of uh, Beyonce and Jay Z got with the suit on. And think all that. about it, bro. Shut up. Um, all right. So when I came home, right? Donnell had decided that I was going to be his one and only. He fuck, said that? Fuck all the other niggas that was but at listen, home. Okay, uh, that's your question, question. Okay, let me hold you one second. Because how did he... Okay, let's just go into relationships now for one second. <laughs> how did you go about addressing her? Like, how did you... Like, how did you... <laughs> did you go... So, right, so did you say, like, you my woman? Like, how did that How did that transpire? Because, I mean, I'm just saying, I, I need to know. Relationship-wise? Like, like, yeah, how did y'all make it official? Like, So we were absolutely friends first. I okay. want to put this out there. Donnell okay. was one of my best friends. Okay. Okay. Um, Starting in, what, like 2010, we became, like, really, really good friends. I was in prison then. Okay. And I would always talk to him about certain stuff, but I would, like, strictly keep it platonic. Okay. Okay. And hard at, to get. At, at look, look at my man. Okay, let's go hard now. To get. Let's and, be honest it was, here. It was, Come on now. It was. It my was, eyes it was are hazel. No. <laughs> it was platonic. Um, at the time, I was going through a divorce. Okay. So I'm never, I'm oh, never buying tequila yeah. again. I was. <laughs> I was going through I don't know a divorce. Nothing. How, how you must? I don't know nothing about you. You didn't know that? Okay. I so, ain't never told so you that I shit. Was, I was going through the divorce, well, I right? I gotta tell you. Because we supposed to be cool. <laughs> so, I called Darnell up and I was like, hey, I'm coming home. Like, do you want to go to this concert? Okay. And he was like, yeah, I don't mind. What kind of concert is it? And I was like, it's a gospel concert. And he was like, a gospel concert? And I was like, That's yeah. the right I answer. I didn't say it like that. But it's the right answer. Nobody what? nobody wants to see Donnie McClurkin. No, first of all, Donnie McClurkin is too. the shit. He, was he definitely there was there. And The Kingsman told me. Yeah. He was like, Shout out to the I'll Rodgers. go. Shout, shout out to BB and CC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, I like it. <laughs> shout out BB and CC. Okay. We went to the concert. Now, when we went to the concert, we were going as friends. Okay. Like, strictly okay. as friends. Okay. It wasn't nothing between what made, What made you call and invite him, though, sis? He was my friend. And okay. I know we shared that love for God. You know what I'm saying? I've always it, been a man of the cloth. Yeah. Give me an so, air high five right up top. <laughs> Give me that. I like that. So. Yeah, keep pouring well, that holy water. Right. That holy water. <laughs> Avion, shout out to Jesus. So we have been. Why drink a liquor though? I mean, he turned water into wine. That's sister. wine. We not talk, that's not wine though. That's like, These are spirits. Why'd you keep calling him Spurs, I mean, bro? He, did, he did turn one into wine, but please continue. <laughs> stay focused. I like keep how the you body do. going. Stay focused. I like how you, okay. With money on the mind. <laughs> you dragging the story out. So, what's Halladin? Okay. I'm oh, just saying, you keep getting Oh, what's Halladin? <laughs> hey, now. Always Yo, from my perspective. You remember, you remember the episode of Martin where Martin was saying how they met and yeah. Martin and Gina had two different versions? I want to hear this shit. How did y'all meet? I want to hear this. Okay, let's go. Oh. I want to hear your version. Yeah, let's go. Hey. She, she gave me an application and it, told it, me to and told me to pick a day when I can start. And mm. I told her from now until the day till death do us part. That's the hazel eye shit. See, niggas with <laughs> hazel eyes say pose, shit like that. Cause my shit, I don't say a- shit like absolutely that. Absolutely, the Fuck hell it. not. That's not how it <laughs> went. That's not how it went. The she told I me hit. pick a day that I can start. I said from hey, now until death do us that's, part. That's, that's, not, that's not how it's. No, hell no. I want to do some shit. With I Donnell. believe him though. Don't believe his ass. 
Donnell had a whole chick he was seeing when we first started dating. And a now, whole chick. You had a, you know, and now, you had a whole, like, not a I half. I put it now on the spot here. What's nope. it, that's how this podcast is. BNY Talks. <laughs> BNY Talks. It's a kids be broke. Okay. No, no, no. BNY Talks. You gotta eat the Vicks. You gotta oh. eat the Vicks. Straight up. Man, listen, I gotta tell my people. How, how do they find this podcast? I, I want my people to comment. Hey, we already got the uh, the link out. He already sent the link to you for YouTube. He did? So, yeah. Okay. So it did not start as smooth as we wanted to. Again, I told you I was going through a divorce. So we both had skeletons in our closet that we had to clear. Okay? Okay. It, this is it's not. But what's so, up with him and his girl, though? This, this is why I'm not doing Mondays. So, no. I'm a, no, I'm telling you now. I'm not doing Mondays, <laughs> Hey, bro. Manny, you heard that first. No. Live so, on being wild. So I'm sorry, what? Manny. DJ Clue. No. <laughs> bro, I'm tired of hearing the same story about this bride, bro. Bring something else up. Who's the bride, though? Who is she? So, she don't matter. She don't. Facts. She- Facts. <laughs> like, Facts. Here we go. Repainting the old house again. She does not matter. <laughs> she lost. She did. She did. <laughs> Made the best woman win. And I did. Exactly. <laughs> you feel me? Um, but he had, unbeknownst to me, he had mm-hmm. told a really good friend of his when we were in middle school that I was going to be his wife. Stop this shit. This shit, I'm, I, no, no, listen, this is not real. Hold on. Renata Walker on, is his name. Bro, you said in know. middle school, that's going to be he my wife's He told Renato I was going to listen, be his wife. All boyfriends and husbands give that shit up because he set the bar so fucking high. We cannot. You did that in middle school, my nigga. I'm going to cancel my anniversary. Damn. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Now for the whole, a whole anniversary now. Fuck that. I'm sorry, no, baby. Bro, the the, yeah, the bar is not set high. Bro. You know, it's just. If you call your wife in middle school, how the fuck can I compete with that? How? Well, you shoot your shot, you got to call back for it, bro. <laughs> I'm done. I'm gone. I'm done. That shit was too slick. I'm done. Fuck that nigga. Yo, back, boy. They don't count. Hey, let's 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 get back to this right here. I have a... <laughs> that nigga. I, I see. I hate them eyes. It's the eyes oh, that make them oh slick. Oh my god. It's the eyes. Look, I'm gonna give me some black contacts, I'm man. Really <laughs> I like to look into the back. What would this nigga talk about? You see, you see what I'm talking about. Now, now I'm that is a man over there. Thank you, cause she's like, he's a man, Buddha. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out. A peaceful man, <laughs> supposed to be anyway. Keep the peace. Keep the peace, Larry. I, I want to speak on that situation so bad, but I can't because it's a Larry. It's but deep. I just thank y'all. What peace? No, well, yeah. <laughs> you got, you got to be a peaceful guy. I, I just love, I just love. Us. Y'all are my Jay and Beyonce, slow. Listen, behind the and, scenes, and, and it Nike, takes a lot and to Nike keep this up. Nike is Blue Ivy. That's Blue Ivy, straight up. She, she, she. That's Blue Ivy though. Nike Blue Ivy, real shit. Keon Angeles. Yeah. Yo, damn. Listen, young Chris. Young, young Chris. Shouts out. It, it takes. Uh, all jokes aside, right? Okay. It takes a lot for marriage to work. What people see. On the outside with us working, it takes a lot in the inside. I don't see y'all working, bro. Whenever I pull up, and I only pull up during emergencies, but y'all be as so like, like, yo, like, I swear to you, bro, because I got a lot of couples, and I don't want them to take this the wrong way, but y'all are the most, like, realest couple mm-hmm. that I know. Like I like I don't smoke like I really look at y'all marriage like damn son, that's just some dope ass. But shit. marriage is a lot of work though. Like don't don't think you know what I'm saying. One thing you will never see 
in our relationship is us argue. What we do in our house stays in our house. You will never know when we mad at each See, other. Slim, listen, that's what I <clears> preach. <throat> I believe in that. Not to cut you off, but I'm like, when we hit the door to it's the different. world... We, we we united, bro. We are. Mm-hmm. We haven't spoke. We haven't spoken in three days. They ain't gonna and, know that shit. And you Rick know and me? his like, wife. Rick and his wife. I attest to that too. We used like, to live next door to each other. Yeah, like that, that's how Wait we met. Yeah. So, so how the fuck did you end up in this creepy ass house? Because it's creepy as shit out here. Right? <laughs> it's not. First of all, it's we in the shade. It's, 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 it's creepy. We it's in the shade. You gotta it's say nighttime. it in the daytime. It's right. creepy, bro. Bro, when I tell you, when you see it in the daytime. There's unicorns and shit running around. Hey, bro. In the backyard right now. Fuck that. In the backyard right now, <laughs> it's an Indian burial ground in the background, Shut in the backyard the right door. now. An Indian burial ground. For, for, hey, you, hey, wanna go see Swanto? You see what I mean? They killed Toronto. <laughs> he said they killed Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> they, they killed Toronto. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, Larry, let me ask you a question. Okay. Talk to me about laws. Okay. You had some issues with it early in the podcast. We talked about it just a little bit. So we're going to get back to oh, it. Oh, we did. As oh, far yeah. as um, uh, going to jail. Okay. Uh, defenders pro bono public yes, defenders who I'm, I'm referring to as that too as well what is your uh, what is your take on the legal process um, first and foremost as we spoke earlier we were dealing with like right now in Maryland they have the um, phase one or phase two mm-hmm. okay what they're doing now is that masks are required outside as well as inside my only concern is that for me, it feels like they give police more leverage in harassing us. You feel me? It's mm-hmm. like the stop and frisk law. You feel me? So now the New York law. Exactly. So yeah. now any group of young black whatever, mm-hmm. I, I I now I'm justified to stop them now because they don't have a mask on, and that 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 one stop can lead to so much more. Somebody dying, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's how I feel about like these laws are so unjust, like. I was doing the application before I got the job at FedEx. I'm, mm-hmm. on, I, I'm doing applications on Indeed, and I see um, to be a driver for UPS. One of the requirements is no oversized rims or cars that I forgot. I, damn. That's personal vehicles, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, damn, who has oversized rims? Who has dark tinted windows? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. So I feel like certain things are geared toward us. Absolutely. As a way to so, and, and I really feel like that. But did it's you, a it's a reason for that though. Did you know it was only fourteen states right now? Mm. There are only fourteen states where it's illegal to discriminate because of your head. Keanu, listen to what I'm trying to tell you. In 2020, it's only yeah, 14. It's only 14. Come on, bro. 14 like, states. For instance, not even get into the politics situation, but let's be real. Why the fuck was this election so close? Why how? Because that's <laughs> no no no. It, it lets you know like where we live. Right, the election is like when a person shows you who they are. Mm-hmm. Why this shit should have been a? It should have been closer between Biden and Kanye. It should not have been that close <laughs> between him and that, that makes no sense to me. Unless you know, okay. No, keep going. And so that's my whole thing. Like I feel like, like with the Rockefeller laws when they came out with the crack versus mm. cocaine, yeah. and they know that like for instance, financial aid. Mm-hmm. What's the one disqualifying factor for for financial aid? A felony. No, no, no. One disqualifying factor for financial aid is one. Taxes. I'm a convicted murderer. I get financial aid. Mm-hmm. It's one. I don't know. You cannot be a drug dealer. Who the fuck stuff a law? Who majority of like um everybody sells drugs, but the rate that 
who uh, who are more likely to be convicted of being a drug dealer? Black people. Of course. So the one requirement, I could be a pedophile. I could be a murderer. I could be a rapist. I can go to school and have that paid for. The one thing that can stop me from having financial aid is me being a drug dealer. Who's that aim toward? <laughs> Come on, bro. Well. And that's it, fact, it, though, bro. That's fact. It is. black people. Of course. 100%. Straight up. Same That's with why the like, other crack cocaine thing too as well. Uh, so when I came home, this whole this whole background check thing, I never realized how deep this was. Mm-hmm. When it came time for me to find my own place. Do you know they got background checks when it comes to finding your own apartment, bro? You got to. Forget how much money I make. It's like, damn, son. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's so many things set up already. Like, th- th- it's already designed. Mm-hmm. And it gets because people are like, oh well, you know, I, I, you know, I had a friend. A friend told me, man, like, and she was real, like, like I really, this was a close friend, and said, man, you only see black and white. That's what's going on here, Slim. No, but listen, I, I agree with her. Okay. Okay. Um, because of what you went through, this is why you see black and white. <clears throat> um, no, are you sure you want to make that? St- are you sure? No, I'm, I'm just they, saying. They this through. In a society, right? Okay. I've I'm a military brat. Right. I grew up in a melting pot. Right. Literally in a melting pot. I grew up in PG County, right? When we moved to Florida, it was still a melting pot. Um, it was still a melting pot. So. Larry, Larry, like he could have got it himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, Shut up. When I when I say I grew up in a melting pot, I got to see dif- different ethnicities. Okay. As I was Thank growing you. up, so for somebody like me, right? I told you when I went to Florida, it was a whole different ball game. Like, right. you know, there was a lot of races down there, but they only stayed for a little while. Right. Now, of course, they are races. We talking about Florida, so it's a different ball game. We talking about we know North about and Florida. South. Florida, right. man. But growing up in a melting pot, mm-hmm. I got to learn and respect different cultures, right? I don't see black and white. I don't. Why not? I never have. Why not? My first best friend was white. I've, I've never believed anyone that said that. I didn't grow up that I'm way. I'm sorry. Okay, the rapper Eve. Eve recently said that. What? That's married to a white man. I don't see black and white? That I don't see black and white. I can't see black and white. But how? Listen. I didn't grow up with black and white was a thing. It doesn't that you grew up with that, but in the times we live in right now, like, how don't you see black and white? I can't see black and white because my story isn't your story. I didn't grow up where I was hated by white people. I didn't grow up like that. Okay. I didn't grow up where I was hated by other races. So right now, I didn't grow up like that. And they be like, yo. I can't hate all white people. What's up with Eric? No. They're going to say, what Eric? You're not doing that. You're going to say, no. You're going to say, white Eric. Like, it's, 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 I don't know how it's avoidable. Like, and maybe it's just my thought process, but like. I'm telling you it's your thought, because knowing me, right? People who know me know. I don't mind any race. I don't. Unless you personally wise do something to destroy me or make me feel some type of way with you, I'm cutting you off as a person. There is no black and white for me because that's not how I was raised. If you look at my mother, you can tell. Bruh, I couldn't grow up that way. My mother is black. She's black. But she is a product of a proctor, okay? Let me explain to you what proctors are. You know what, Jose? Can I stop you right there real quick? Come on, come on, come on. 
my ma and my pops is over here this week too as well. Drop that science. Hey, hey, now my drop the same that shit. Exact shit. Talk about Proctor's. Shout out to the folks. She said the same exact thing. There is truth behind it. And I was like, it's it's more. I didn't to it, even get to say what it was. But she talked about early in the week, so you saying that it just like. So there we go. All right, Proc- yeah, Proctor's, please, here we go. And, please. Proctors and Pinkneys, right? The way that the way that they grew up, um, they were of the lighter skin. Somewhere down the line. The lighter skin. They- yeah. They were fair skinned. They, they were fair skinned. Kind of reason why mom brought it to me too as well. Exactly. Um, they, instead of dating somebody who was black or of the darker persuasion, they would keep it in the family with each other. Okay? So they wanted to remain light skinned because they felt as though light was privilege. Okay? Again, my mother is a product of a proctor. And then, and what, what, uh, <clears throat> what era is this? Give me the year. It's still going on now. Well, well give me the... Well... Now in St. Mary's that, County, I, I there are proctors right now. That's true too, who as well. Keep but their color. I feel like, I feel like it's different in 1913 versus 2020. No, I'm not talking about 1913. My mother was born in 1913. The reason why I say this is that 19, like that era right there, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't agree with that, but I see where you're coming from. Now it's like, I don't. I, you have no excuse at all. So they don't yeah. have any excuse, but it is they still use that. They still use that same rhetoric that they used in 1913 no ex- explain how to how a proctor happens as far as like <laughs> incest yeah talk on it Come okay on so what i was told and this is just what i was told about proctors and pinkneys of course okay they are close to one another if you see a lot of pinkneys a lot of pinkneys are also fair-skinned black people they wanted to keep their color within them so a lot of proctors and pinkneys. Um, what's the politically correct word? I don't care. It's being why. Just talk. Okay. About so it. a lot of a lot of pink, right? A lot of pinkneys and shout out to Larry. A lot of pinkneys and proctors <laughs> slept together so that they can keep their color because they felt the lighter skin would have more privilege. And what was their relation to each other? They didn't have relation to each other, so they would marry within one another. Yeah, they would they would marry they with were. within one another. So let's just say this proctor over here married this pinkney. Mm-hmm. This proctor and this pinkney now had children. This pinkney now, because you take on your father's last name, mm-hmm. now goes to date another proctor. Okay, this is considered incest because this proctor over here is now your cousin. Exactly. So they would That's keep the same relation. This, yeah. this is what I'm saying. They would have relations with one another mm-hmm. to keep it in the family so that they can always remain um, of higher class. Targaryen. Yeah, of higher class. <laughs> so this Shout is out. this is why Pinkneys and Proctors still have this, this stipulation to a day. Again, I am a product of, the... of a Proctor. My mother was a Proctor. Wait, wait, wait. Well, my mother's mother was a Proctor. How don't you see color, though, Because I wasn't, because my parents, they didn't allow me, my grandparents didn't allow us to see color. My great-great-grandmother. Well, hold a second. That's not an excuse, though. But I'm just, I'm just saying, why don't I see color? Because I wasn't, color wasn't. My parents, my mother, and my grandparents, because my mom was a single mom, my dad passed away when I was very young, they made it their business for us to be ethnically well-rounded. So we had Indians living across the street. We had white people living across the street. We had black people living next door. We had Jamaicans living next door. So I was well-rounded all the time. But but everybody you just named were people of color, though. Yes, but no, no, no. 
Correction. I said yeah. I had white people who lived across the street. Mm. There were Italians who lived across the street. There were Chinese people who lived across the street. Okay. So when I say I'm well-rounded... Mm. was this? It, it was a melting pot. <laughs> it was a melting pot. When this I say I literally lived in a melting pot, I lived in a melting pot. I went to a school that was a melting pot. Benjamin Falois was a school outside of the military base. So guess where all the military children went? Benjamin Floyd. So guess what I saw? I saw whites. I saw Asians. I saw blacks. I saw Jamaicans. I saw okay, Italians. So, you know, we get all that. So Let what do you so mean what? that you didn't see color then? Right, I right, didn't because right. I didn't see color. I saw who they were as a person. I saw who they're... So when people say it's white and black, I can't right. see white and black because I was never um, so, judged on who... Oh, I never judged them on the content of their color. So I never did right, that. Right I get now, that in too 2020... You still feel that same? I do. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, again, I can't judge people. That's like saying all black people talk slang. That's not true. But that's that's not, like saying that's all black caution, people. Though. It's not. Thank you, it's, bro. It's, yeah. it's like saying all black people. you putting all these white hey, people no. in one category. We're not you doing can't that. do that. Nobody should do and, and that. But, but, but at the, at the same time, I see, don't see. This is the reason why what, I don't see black and white. What those, because if you see black and white, then you see this culture and this culture, Absolutely. I don't see that. I'm be re- hey, hey, Kim, you, you and, and uh, since, I see what you're saying as far as culture goes. Listen, that's different from skin color. At the color. same time, let's be real. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay, um, I seen a movie one time, mm-hmm. and then it was a it was a female and a male talking, and she told him the truth about something, and the fem- and the dude said, "Man, that's cold," and she said, "The truth has no temperature. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It don't." So too often we be like, mm-hmm. it's a, so. Real stuff. So it was like, damn, that's effed up or you been... No, if you state a fact, that's a fact, son. It is a fact. So, me personally, <laughs> oh, man, I did not want to go in. But the point being <laughs> is that if you look at European descendants, the white race, mm-hmm. everywhere these people have been, wherever they travel at, it's disease, it's... it's, 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 it's that's their nature, Slim. So, I'm not... Like, it's not as if I'm like, oh, well, you know, I don't see color. At the same time, this has been historically proven. It has. That that's what they do, son. But when I say I don't see white and black, this is, again, me not seeing people for what they are as a whole. This is me seeing people for who they are as a person. But, okay, as a person. But at the same time, though, if I know that by nature... You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, Let me be real. Some people may deviate from... Mm -hmm status quo or what's in their nature but if mm-hmm. this has been their nature I'm not going to ignore that how can I that, that's I'm, their nature I'm not again the difference in us right what you see in upper the higher ups of white America I dealt with it when it was black people there you know what I'm saying my I, I just can't see it because I never what you experience and what I experience again are two different things the way I grew up and the way you grew up are two different things. Your mindset is different mm-hmm. from mine because the way we grew up was different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't grow up where if you white, you was right. Hell no. What? I didn't grow up like that. Mm-hmm. If you white and you wrong, you just as wrong as a black person who, oh, who wrong. I didn't grow up like that. But, but yeah, we, we all agree with that right there. That if you're if you're wrong, you're wrong. It doesn't matter I mean, what I mean, so color Rick, your you skin see, is. Do you right. see white and black? Of course. I see it every single day in my house. Hmm. That, that's some real. Mm. No, wait, 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 wait. Please. Yeah, wait, hold on. Yes. No, I want to hear that. Come on, bro. Uh, I, I'm a black man. <clears throat> right. Yes. My wife is white. Absolutely. Okay. Shut up, the gentleman. My kids are black. Right. Okay. 
Straight up. That's okay. the way I look at it right there. Okay. I don't care how fair-skinned they are or Absolutely. any of that right there. You can't care. Exactly, They're bro. black. Okay. Straight My up. kids are black. All right. This is how it is. I'm going to raise them as two black men mm-hmm. growing up in this world. My okay. daughter will okay. be a black woman growing up in this world. Okay. The 1% rule was what? That, One drop. That, that's it. One drop History-wise, you feel me? Mm-hmm. It took one drop of blood. A black, you're black. Mm-hmm. So, the, so I got a question. Because then I, you said, I've seen too many mixed kids mm-hmm. that even friends of mine that have been too confused of who they are. I exactly. have some. Exactly. I have some. Exactly. And well, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm tearing that shit down from day one. I tell Rick and Jay, look. I love that, though. You're black. I ain't gonna lie. Straight up. I'm black, you're black. Mm-hmm. Your mama's white. So. But you're black. I want you to elaborate, See, though. I'm when will the, you say you I'm see at, black and I'm white at the every right day show. in your household? I needed to be I here do, now. because I, I, know. I look at my skin, I look at Jenny's skin, and we're two different complexions. If, black he, gets, and white. if he gets pulled over, he'll be treated like me and Nell. Mm-hmm. He, he will. Be, he's a black man. They're not he trying will. to hit none of that shit. He's a black man. It don't matter. Same thing with Rick and Jim when they start driving. Be the same exact shit. Jim, when she starts driving, be the same exact shit. Mm-hmm. Why would I treat him any different? Keep, keep your hands on the wheel. Jason Kidd, like, when he drives, same exact shit. <laughs> Mariah Carey, when she drives, same as well. If Drake wasn't Drake, I love Mariah Carey. When Drake drives, if Drake wasn't Drake, same thing. Nigga, license and registration. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, since like. I wish I had that, like, to not see, like, Eve, Eve got a lot of backlash because Eve is married to the, like, millionaire, billionaire dude, uh-huh. the rapper Serena Eve. Serena Williams, too, as well. Yeah, yeah, Serena right. Williams. So, yeah. But the reason why Eve got the backlash because Eve said that my husband and I don't see color. Mm-hmm. Like, she said a lot of things that, that you know, that the, uh, the black race experience, he was not even aware of. Yeah. It's too much history not to see it. That's some so, dumbass yeah. shit, bro. So, yeah, it it's is. some dumbass for you to now, tell me that, like, you know, some you totally disqualified. Like, so Sam, I, if, this, if this your wife, like, my whole thing is this. For instance, if my wife was, what do you any say? other race? Than, excuse me. Oh, uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Sis, what happened? No, I was talking about this. What? What do you say? Austin Honeyman. Yes. yes, I don't know what he said. Oh, don't worry about that. We uh, got that a little bit later. Oh, okay. I'm working on something here on the sideline too. Oh, uh-huh, well. okay. Because I'm starving and I'm the sixth man. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But the, <laughs> I Jamal Crawford. No, right, man, that's my man, by the way. It is. That's my So I see what you're saying. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. But think Ooh. about. No, no. Lou Will Jamal Crawford. Lou Will. Okay. He know that's my man too, Jay Crow man. That's what okay. John Craw- Jay so, Crow's mom got there too. There are well. people and his son. Which which I say what what I want to say is what he said was I'm not discrediting what he said, right? Right, right, okay. He said he didn't experience it. The right. same way I just told you I never experienced racism until I was fifteen years old. You know what I'm saying? Again, I grew up in a melting pot so I didn't see what everybody else saw. Yeah. That's a fair that's something fair for him to say. Yeah. He didn't see it. Now, to research it and actually see it now on TV is right, different. Right, because right. where he's from, he doesn't see stuff like that because they don't see color. But the thing is that racism isn't always like, hey, nigger, I'm going to fucking hang you no, from this tree not, at 4 p.m. today. Yeah. It's not. But sometimes it can be like, ah, oh, you, you talk very well. Or, hey, you're not really black. Slim, listen. Agreed. Listen, I'm going to be real with you on some real stuff. Just no bullshit. I'm going to cut you off. I was in a cell. And get, get, another, that mic, get that mic, get that mic, get that mic. Okay, my fault, I'm sorry. You good, you good. I'm, <laughs> I'm in a cell, and the guy next to me in the cell, he's mm-hmm. white, you feel me? So, when you're on lockup, you can never see your cell, buddy. Because mm-hmm. we on lockup, you already know now. So, the thing is, though, I read a lot of books. Vocabulary, like, okay. So, when we came out for showers, 
the white guy looked at me and said, damn, because, you know, they call me X in prison. Shouts out to Malcolm X, you feel me? Mm -hmm. And um, they was like, um, you're X. I'm like, yeah. Like, I thought you was white. I'm like, damn, bro. You know what I'm saying? What made you feel like I was white? Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to stab you. So, look. He's like, I thought you were white. So he's like, because your vocabulary and how you speak. It's like, as you say, that's racism. Because mm -hmm. the, if you sit here and feel like because I speak, that's why I hate within our own community. He talking white. It's no such thing. How many times mm -hmm. agree? That's, that's that shit makes me yeah. so mad. Oh, she's talking white. I've heard Bruh, that. Bruh, that's re. Oh, you got your white person voice on. Yeah. Hey, bro. Hey, now that shit mm. makes me so yeah, mad. Man. I'm like, like, we oh, can't talk bro, proper. Like, this is how I know? talk, bro. Yeah. Straight up. And it makes me mad because, like, personally, I felt myself having to dumb down to be accepted, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trust me. I've you been like be that my whole life, bro. Exactly, bro. So that shit fucks me <laughs> like that. I'm, I'm amongst my own people and I can't even be myself as far as, like, I told you before. Hey, bro. Real story. I told you about this. Um, I'm in prison. Mm -hmm. So you know when prison when you get packages whatever you go down to the package room and get your packages whatever like that. So I had some CDs. I go down to get my CDs. I had the Hamilton soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Hamilton, you feel me? So the gangsters like, bro, what the fuck is that? Like the Broadway play. play. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, I love musicals. I and I can fight. So listen. <laughs> so boom. PSA. Shots out PSA. Just like, so my, my brother Uncle Nail. I love Nail. That's my big brother. The one I had on Facetime did twenty one years. Yeah. I will always say. Aaron Burr, sir. I, I start learning the musical, you feel me? Mm -hmm. And it's like, but it's like, damn, Slim, that's not white people shit. Like, we are so programmed ourselves to feel as if, man, like, you cannot, like, be cultured mm -hmm. or, nah, bruh. Just our shit, though. Yeah. And it's like, and, and, and it hurts because, like, even with anybody having children, like, it makes you afraid to aspire to be to be better because anytime you strive or you strive to be better is you trying to be white, Slim. Like, they, like they understand it. Keanu, I feel you, like, I wish, I'm not lying. I don't wish I seen the world like that. I don't want to see the world like that. I'm sorry. It's a different I'm, view. I'm going to be it, honest. It, it, it it's a whole different view because, facts, facts. because again, I'm a military brat. So right, I've right. seen it. You know what I'm saying? But you got to realize you experienced more than most. I you did. Because I heard like somebody told me about, you You have been to Germany? Yes. Right. Every military person I've been to Germany was actually say, born in it's Germany. No, it's, it's no racism there. Like they don't, they don't move like we move. Mm -mm. So you seen like you seen harmonious living between the races. I did, and most people haven't though. And that's I think again. Mm -hmm. I know my views on society are completely different. From of course, of a course. lot of people of color mm -hmm. because I got to experience a lot of things that people haven't experienced. When we were younger, my mother made it her business for us to get out of DC. Exactly. She made it her business to send us to New York with my grandparents so we can experience something different. She took us to Florida on trips. I am not. I'm gonna be the first to tell you. My mother didn't have billions of dollars, right? <laughs> but the experience she gave us was more than anything any money can buy. Okay? I like that. I like that. Um, we got to see a lot of things. And one thing my mother always said is, it's more to the world than just D.C. I mean, the DMV. And it is. It's people who've been here all their life. And they only they get to experience been. the outside when they get older. <laughs> and I promised myself when I got of age that I would, my children would experience life. They will be able to go on trips. They will be able to see a world outside of this place. Of Neither one of my well, my son was born here, but we moved shortly after. Mm. He got to experience Georgia. He got to experience Colorado. He got to experience I was Virginia. Born in Georgia, he got yeah. to experience Germany. You know what I'm saying? By the time my son was what three, mm. he was going on cruises to experience other places. Mm. So it's important for us as parents 
I believe because this is the way I was raised mm. for us to see outside of where we are. Absolutely. Because if you see, if you don't get to see outside of where you are, mm-hmm. then how do you know about something else outside of where you are? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm proud to be a PG County girl, but mm-hmm. I also say I was born in PG County, yeah. but the South raised me because so, a lot of yeah. my views and a lot of my ways are Southern views. They're not of North of Northerners period. Now they'll tell me, tell me all the time, my dialect will change and I don't even realize it's changing, but it's because I was in the South for so long. Yeah. A lot of things that uh, a lot of who I am is Southern. You like don't see, you like don't see head. a lot of women. Yeah. Now, because they have to work two jobs, and a lot of yeah. them are single parents, still come home and cook for their husbands. Ain't gonna lie. I do it every Shots day. Off the sis. She can cook her ass off, though, bro. Hey, one thing about Keanu, though. Since she burns. She was well, that, yeah. How I see the South in her is that anytime she puts on an event, there's two tables worth of just food <laughs> all bro. over the place. And I do it by myself. It reminds me, remind me of my grandma's house, too, exactly. as well. Exactly. And like, that's another a, thing. Grandma came to North Carolina. It's the same shit. So it's I walk in our house and feel like I'm just going back. I feel like my home. That's all but, it is. And so when I was in the service, right? It started, it literally started when I was in the service. Yeah. Because it was young dudes going in. They was 18, yeah. 19 years old. Mind you, I went in, I was 19 years old. And they wanted some of mom, grandma's home cooking. Right. And I'm like, shit, my mama told me how to cook. I'm a cook. I'm a, yeah, so I started that, yeah, selling yeah. plates out of my barracks room, right? No lie. One of my homeboys said, hey, I want you to cook. I was like, nigga, how am I going to cook? And we in a, a barracks room. He was like, don't worry about it. We got you. They bought me a crock pot. I cooked a full course meal in a fucking crock pot. That's that prison shit. Shouts out the hookups. Yeah, we been, you make water. You make a liquor while I was deployed. But I did make liquor while I was deployed. Tell about the, the sink oh, you, in the sink. Not in the sink. We had. I was a cook, so we had. We had luxury. We had five gallon jugs and shit. I ain't in the service no Listen, more. So before we I ain't leave, gonna tell you I gotta, how to do I that. I gotta speak on some prison shit. Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. But I mean, my again, my growing up was different. It was different. So because my mama instilled these things in me, shout out to Yvonne. She's a cook, or she was. She had five kids, so she ain't had no choice but to cook every day. My house on Sundays, it was like heaven. Everybody came to my house to eat because they knew my mama was that, cooking. That's that big mama shit. Exactly. So we and I have Dr. a huge Martin family. <laughs> Shouts out straight up. <laughs> I have a huge family. PG County resident. Cooking, cooking is important <laughs> for us. It's important for us. Yeah, and up. the South is important. Hospitality is important. Period. That's why in the I South. love the South. Yeah, man. It's important. Mm. How y'all meet? Southern shit. I swear to God. So how y'all met? This shit is funny. No lie. I didn't want to ask that question at some point tonight. No, you and Donnell. Me and Nell? Yeah. I walked outside and actually wanted some Hennessy. That was it. That's the hood. <laughs> Shouts out to the hood. Shouts out to black people and Hennessy. The rest is history. Hennessy. Hennessy. Here we are. Friends, hey, you know what's bro. funny, though? Dead ass. I asked him for he went from Hennessy. They said, we do our drive out. We come right back. That man never came back that night. <laughs> I say that for like three hours. I had the Hennessy just sitting there. I didn't even take too many sips of it so he could have a little bit of it. He didn't show up. God damn it. That's me for you. But the next day he showed up. He exactly. Did. Yeah. Now, what was the question you had, bro? All right. So this, uh, you see, you want to talk some prison shit, but straight up, I because I, I want to people, move on a little bit beyond okay, that with you. Go. Okay. Unless you want to talk on it. No, no, let's go. You sure? You sure? <laughs> I want to get all the prison shit you got. I want you to say it right now. No, man, because, okay, this is why I speak on it because, man, again, same way with our uh, the military branch. Mm-hmm. Like, the sacrifices made 
to defend this country. Like mm-hmm. people don't really realize that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. They, don't. they don't. Like they don't. Like especially as a female, like you are leaving your children mm-hmm. to go fight for, and then to be black like Slim. It's a like what Muhammad Ali said. Like I'm fighting for a country in which I got to come back and still fight to be. You know, ex- Viet Cong ever called me nigga. Bro. Hey, bro. Mm-hmm. So it's like people don't understand like the sacrifices that's actually made. Everybody that go to prison aren't. They they're not bad people. Yeah, you I have agree. so many innocent people in there. But even those who made mistakes and did wrong, like you're still not bad. You committed a bad act. You're not bad though, bro. You feel me? I agree. And it's like what you're subjected to in there, bro. Like they don't understand. Like again, going back to the PTSD thing. Like we, ex- oh my gosh, let me understand. For you to be 17, 18, 19 years old, and then the cell next to you, you're hearing a grown man being raped. You feel me? You're saying certain things like it does fuck your head up, son. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. All right. And it'd be wrong if I didn't ask this. Okay. How would you reform the prison system? I seen a show one time on CNN. Okay. okay. All right. All and right. they were showing prisons in other countries. It was one prison. God damn, I don't know the country, but the prison wasn't built or set up like a prison. Mm-mm. It more or less was focused on... It was really focused on rehabilitation, if you I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. And they focused on mental health. Their whole thing was about, you got to treat criminality like any other any other mental illness. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Because once you get, and you know yourself now, the street life is addictive. You become like, it's like any other, you chase that high. Mm-hmm. Because with the street life, is is I'm beating the police, I'm getting over, fuck the man while I'm working a job. Like, it's a high. So yeah. you got to treat that like any other illness or disease. And it's like, I would, me personally, to reform it is to, is to treat it like a disease, to have more programming, bro. Mm-hmm. And have other alternatives to prison. Yeah. At the end of the day, like we know right now with the prison system, sister, it's like, it's a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Listen, that man goes in there, he spends maybe 20 hours or 22 hours out the day in prison, in the cell. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is he learning? Nothing. Gotta be locked up. That's it. And you share war stories with other criminals and you become a better criminal coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they took they took college out of prison. Mm-hmm. They took trades out of prison. Like, when it comes to you learning how to... I know that. That's dead. That's dead. Oh, yeah, they got rid of all that That's been shit. dead for a minute. Yeah. You, you will not come yeah. home and be a masonry, a mason or carpentry. That shit dead. So, exactly. So, it's like, damn. I, me, personally, I will focus more on program as far as group is concerned and also trades. Mm-hmm. They don't have that no more. Hmm. So, that's where I stand at. Like, it's crazy, bro. Like, people really think they're going to come home and they're like, damn, why the fuck did Jerome or he, why didn't he come home better? It was nothing there to better himself. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a different aspect. And the only thing they left was the Muslims. That's it. They took Christianity out because they was teaching about God. See, no, no, no. Say it again. They took Christianity out because they was out they of was what? they was teaching the word prison. Okay. But they left. They left. They left Muslims. Mm-mm. They did. A whole nother conversation. I'm, I, okay. They oh, did. No, no, no. spill. We're good. We're no, good. We're good. We're no, good. No, because no, we got to talk about this. No, they didn't. I'm telling you, where no, you telling me, bro? I, yeah, I just left, Slim. Like I, I know you so, did. Okay, let me ask you a question. I know you did. I'm saying, okay, this is the problem that America has with Islam. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> this shit gonna get me shot tonight. Okay. In Islam, 
we are taught that prosecute I'm sorry persecution is worse than slaughter mm-hmm. the one thing that America is afraid of dealing with Islam because Islam is, is teaching you that if you're being oppressed mm-hmm. it's better to be dead than to be a slave which makes you fight right see let's think about it with Islam uh, Christianity teaches you what turn over cheek mm-hmm. that's why they were so afraid of black people getting their hands on Islam because Islam tells you if you're oppressing me or persecuting me it's in within, it's in within my right to fight back yeah so so so, so being so, a white being a white person okay. of power okay why would you take out Islam and leave Christianity that's why if you knew Islam was the aggressor I, so what you said was they took out Christianity I'm telling you they didn't right? They, they didn't. They did though, Bro, because listen. Christianity is the is the lesser aggressive religion. Right. They left the aggressive religion because they knew more black people would turn towards Islam. If I'm running a plantation, and I got two choices between one one religion that says be an objection, be in subjection to your masters, mm-hmm. turn the other cheek, mm-hmm. and I got another religion saying that oppression is worse than slaughter. And anytime you are aggressed upon, you pose an aggress back with the same level of aggression. Mm-hmm. Of course. Which one I'm gonna keep? Yeah. You got you got to keep the aggressive Which one, keep? one. No, Come because on, they're gonna now. stay because they're gonna stay where they at. Now, I understand what I'm trying to say. If you keep the <laughs> aggressive one, they're not. Nat Turner was built of so what? Aggressive. Why am I? Mm-hmm. Nat Turner? No. We had this conversation. <laughs> right, right. So the point being, okay. Second. But do you see where I'm coming from? I don't, bro, because you got to realize. What, what would prison be if they left Christianity and took out Islam? If they, you need balance, hit me out. If Christianity was left and 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 and, and, and they remove Islam, mm-hmm. all see you weren't in prison to say like it's been many strides made in prison that mm-hmm. were only made because of Islam. Hit me out. A no, lot of, I agree. Uh, no, so that's hit, a, I think you missed me. Out. No, hit me out. Sister. When it comes to dietary, mm-hmm. there was no halal. Halal was Muslim, like, 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 like. You notice? I mean, yeah. I, I'm not trying. Yeah. Uh, you, so, what you making a point though? I, I without, understand. without Islam, certain things that was done, meal wise and even hygiene wise, would not have taken place without Muslims. Because mm-hmm. with the Christians, it was like whatever you do is cool because you know God got me. Exactly. So they would they take that out of prison. Well, one thing about I would say I, this though. Bro, listen, I would I would say this. If you are pro master, why would they remove that? I'm not saying and anything it's, bad it's about it as well. Islam. It's, that, it's a lot of things with the uh, Islam. It's like we're gonna fight against back against our captors. Right. There is a devil out there. Right. That we need to fight against. Absolutely. And I'm never I've never been in prison, but if I'm in prison with correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. If I'm reading that right there. I could look at those devils being my captors mm-hmm. with the individuals that are in jail, like COs, right, right, other maybe other gangs too as well, okay, things like that. With Christianity, it's it's more so Jesus, and Jesus in the Quran too as well. Um, but forgive everybody, turn the other cheek, right. Um, I mean, you have Old Testament, you have New Testament, so it depends what kind of what part of Christian you believe in, but. Mostly, most Christians are following the New Testament. Hey, that's what I'm saying, exactly. Okay. And Islam's more like, nah, fuck that. They're against us. This is what we we need to do. be here with us, right here, and that's, by that, us. That's dangerous. It's very So dangerous. is prison. But what you say? No, but they need gonna, rebels in prison, bro. They don't. I, I, you know what's so dope about you? Because you're right. I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I do, because the thing about it, 
and North Branch. It's something called hazard pay. COs in North Branch got the most money because, like, listen, we're dealing with the the most dangerous convicts in prison. Mm-hmm. And they would do certain things to foment, F-O-M-E-N-T. They would foment. They, they, they would really cause certain shit to happen to justify their pay. So like you said, so in a situation like that, Islam would play a role like, okay, Christian is too passive. But these Muslim niggas, they're going to set that shit off. I feel what you're saying. But what I'm saying is that for those who, um, you got to also give a, a semblance that you are keeping shit in control. Mm-hmm. So it's but so far that they're going to allow it to go. So for me, it's like with Christians, they needed it because Christians are going to be in compliance more than anything else. And as far as religion goes, like, I mean, you could look, I mean, we said Nat Turner earlier. Nat Turner's a different breed, though. And he was a Christian. <laughs> he was a Christian. A cold blooded Christian. Yeah, he was a Christian. Straight but up. Nat Turner, I feel like he was more of an Old Testament Christian. Definitely no, Old Testament. Listen, listen, extremely Old Testament. <laughs> he wasn't here. He, he was, because let's be real, man. And that's what get me about, and, and, and I don't want, I do not want to, like, like swerve, but. We'll God, from here because I got another question for you. God, <laughs> God kills shit. Let's not get it twisted. And I, I get Old so Testament mad. God? Oh, I, sure. Right, that's my yeah. man. That's Killed my everything. man. Because I get so tired of God being this benevolent, caring, forgiving. No, God whack shit straight up. And we gotta like get out that mindset that God does not love and forgive everybody. If you're gonna continue to be in this sinful nature and continue to be like a devil, bro, like God kills shit. He killed uh. What like 40, 40, 42 kids because they called somebody bald, sent two bears after that him. was uh mm-hmm. what was the Enoch Elijah one of them, the thing God what God say slaughter women and children because the children gonna grow up the one God is a savage bro Old Testament he was, was <laughs> that's wild. my man I don't know what the New Testament comes <laughs> from New Testament God is like old, something totally different it, it, Old right, Testament right, God was right, right, right 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 like, oh. see <laughs> the New Testament is when he went to therapy. Like that, the, I like the old guy. Like no therapy. I like that guy. Like Slim, stop playing with me. I. <laughs> hey, let me ask this: We talk a whole lot of prison. Let's let's get beyond prison. Okay. Never going back. You got out, obviously. You're here on this couch right now. This is not prison. This is being why it's for everybody out I there. I got out, bro. Hey, out you got here, out. What what happened next? What was your first steps? Okay, okay, okay. The crazy part is this. I got out, and I was looking for a job. Tough, you know. I went to McDonald's. Hey, sis, I went to McDonald's for a job, and I had a beautiful interview. It was a, it was a female. A she beautiful was, interviewer or a beautiful interview? Interview, you know. Stop trying to start shit. What's up with you, bro? <laughs> Damn, slim. That's the one time I try to do that. Get that's me one, in a hot seat. That's the no, one time I was on my Charlemagne. Hey, now. That, and we do not like Charlemagne. Now, we do not like. So, listen. So, the, the crazy part about it was the interview went lovely. And the lady said, man, you ever been locked up for a felony? I said, of course not. You know, I lie, I lie on all my interviews. Why so, is um, that? Because I feel like I'm going to tell you a story. I love stories. Okay, you love ready. stories of being wild. Okay, okay. When I was charged for this murder, I got set out. I got rid out. I was charged. I was a suspect in two other murders. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Two other murders. Okay, facts. So, when the detectives first met me, I gave them a different name. And they said, damn, why the fuck you give us a different name instead of your real name? You know what I'm saying? Like, you lied to us. Mm-hmm. I say, what do you think about the, the football player? What's his name? Terrell Owens. Mm-hmm. 
they say, oh, man, Slim is a dickhead. He a jerk. You feel me? I don't like him. You feel me? I say, so if you had a football team and you knew he was coming to your team, how would you feel about it? Oh, man, it's so much controversy and he wouldn't be good for the franchise. So my whole thing is, if you if I come to you in his name, you already prejudged me, Slim. Mm-hmm. The name I gave you, you already thinking like Slim is a murderer. He's this, he's this, he's that. I gave you another name to, make, to give me a fair chance. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's my thinking. At that time. So it's like, that's why it's like, you got to be careful. Like, And that's how I was thinking at that time. Because people have a habit of prejudging you, bro. Mm-hmm. If, if, if Right now, you never met me. And he called you like, yeah, man, I got Bayetti here, man. Bayetti, man, convicted murderer, man. Been locked up for 11 years, man. I want to bring him to the show. Not being you like, you know, the show at my house. I want him in my house. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, we for the record, we had that conversation. Right, right, like, no, nigga, he going to know where I live, though. You feel me? So it's like, so it's like in, in a way to be able to receive, like, equality or be dealt with justly, mm-hmm. I had to come under the premise of somebody else, for real. You know what I'm saying? And I asked Nell too as well. Said right. Nell, you sign, you co-sign him. He said I do. Yeah, that's good enough for me then. Facts, real shit though. Because I'm gonna be real with you, and that's what I experienced. Like so, with the McDonald's interview, I went in front of her. I gave it a whole story. Mm-hmm. Cool, this and that. She called me the next day and say, "Man, nigga, word for word, you're lucky if we let you eat at McDonald's. You're not working here." Damn. Damn. Real shit. This this is what the interviewer told me. Real shit. You're lucky. Like, we're going to let you eat here. Like, my nigga, your record is atrocious. Mm-hmm. You need to go to Burger King. Like, you can never, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but the dope part about that was that. King like, yeah, come on over that's here, what I say, Come on over here. Come get this Whopper. Mm-hmm. But the point being is like, that's why I say, man, I speak on God so much because the creator is so dope. Because had I got that job at McDonald's, I would have never reached past McDonald's. You feel me? He knew you was overqualified. Exactly, bro. Mm. So with that being said, I go to Wawa and got some coffee. And when I was there, I seen a dude that was driving a trash truck. I say, damn, bro, man, what's up? I'm a convicted felon. He's like, man, shit, I did 17 years in prison for murder. I said, that sounds like the company for me. I want to get with y'all. I signed up for it, put my application in the shit. I was in North Carolina. Slim called me Jay. My man Jay, man. Jay, shouts out to Good, man. Shout out to Jay. Shouts man. out to Jay, man. Jay, good dude, man. I love Slim, man. Shout so out to Jay. He called me at 7 o'clock in the evening and said, Listen, at Monday morning, I got a spot for you. 6 a.m. I'm in North Carolina, my nigga. <laughs> 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 Can you be in Maryland by 6 a.m.? It's no way possible. It was it was a funeral that weekend. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I went to my family, like, Listen, some, if you do not want me to sell dope and break law, somebody got to take, take me back to Maryland by tomorrow. And my family orchestrated it. And I I got I made it back to Maryland at 4 a.m. I never went to sleep, bro. You feel me? The family mm. came together to take you back. Say, you know what? Because I got to sleep, bro. It's a North Carolina family right there for Right. You. Bro, I went to prison the first time at 18. Came home at 22. Went to prison again the second time at 28. You feel me? Like, I really was gone, bro. How old are you right now just out of curiosity? 39. Black don't crack. But continue. Shouts out to God. Hey, listen, man. Shouts out to God, bro. Listen, I still got my faith. Listen, so listen. So the point being, Danielle, don't hate now. Don't hate. I got a faith. I, we can't, all can't have hazel eyes. So the point being is that... <laughs> I love that, that man. I, I love that, that hazel eyes shit, what nigga. What you not gonna do is keep Because he light-skinned, he hazel eyes. Like, you guys got all the girls back in the day. Okay, listen. The point being is that... Hey, you got them glasses, man. I, I, I just got him. X. <laughs> hey, hey. new. <laughs> you like smart brother from um from undercover brother. Right. <laughs> so 
And like the brother said, like, and from that, I shot back. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie to you, brother. Um, what it was for me was this, man. When I was away, people send every money order, every letter, every visit. It's an investment. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, I got a thing about me, man. Like, I never want to be a disappointment, bro. When you come see me out Cumberland, that shit was a three and a half hour drive one way, Slim. Oh, yeah, I know. You know now. Mm-hmm. So for you to come see me on a Sunday, it took seven whole hours, bro. It took not just seven hours. It took you coming here, having your bra search. It took you being humiliated to see me, bro. Sacrifice. Exactly, bro. Knowing you had to work the next day. Knowing that shit, bro. To sit here for an hour or two. And just look at me in my face and just talk to me and shit like that, like that. That shit was so emo. So it's like I came home with such a, such a like, a fire to say I'm not gonna let you down, Slim. Cause I ain't gonna lie. One thing about prison they say is this: when you locked up far away, it's only for two types of people: mothers and lovers. That's it. Mm-hmm. Not homeboys, not friends. Mothers and lovers. Question: When you was locked up, right? Mm-hmm. How many of your homeboys actually came to see you? Fuck them, Nick. Listen. Listen. Okay. Because okay, I hope y'all don't okay. have no censors. Is, is, this, is this censors? Hope so. No, no. We, we own the podcast. Man, fuck them niggas. Kiana, on God. On God. In my 11 years, three months, I was locked up. Not a single fucking homeboy came to see me, bro. Not anybody who's out there chilling with, kicking it with, Kick. drinking with. Bro, when I got grabbed Chasing for this. women with. When I got grabbed for this body, on God. At the same time, man. For those who are in the mix, I'm going to say I was with the Jimmy Mac. Anybody who knows, I'm not going to speak on what particular gang that was, but if you with the Jimmy Mac, you know that's what I was with. And when I fell, I had the opportunity at that time to say, Slim, the time I did, I didn't have to do. Mm. If, you, I was, if I was willing to speak on one of my comrades, one of my peoples, I didn't have to do a day in jail. Question, how do you feel about snitching? I'm not going to lie to you, bro. And you, obviously, you didn't snitch. Listen, Everybody telling me this. Like, they telling me you got to let that mentality go, this and that. One thing about it now, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm, I'm acclimating to society. I can't fuck with you, bro. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't fuck with you. Okay. Are, are you familiar with Takashi 69 <laughs> Bro, do not make me Here speak on this bitch-ass nigga, bro. That shit make my blood boil, Slim. Because the thing about it is this. Slim try to make it seem as if, you know what, you know, niggas cross me. One thing about it now... You not going to alter my character, Slim. Yeah. You not. If I'm mm-hmm. solid, I'm solid. So if you fold on me or you snake me, that's not going to make me become a snake, my nigga. I'm solid. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to make it seem like, well, I was solid until he fucked my baby mother. I was solid until he did something to me. It's no such thing as that. <laughs> I told Britt one, I, I told talk, Britt one talk, day. Talk, talk. I told Britt. It's a book called Behold a Pale Horse. And you know about this now. Of course. The very first page of Behold a Pale Horse says what? One lie destroys a thousand truths, my nigga. Mm-hmm. You can have a thousand bodies, but one statement destroys that, Slim. Mm. Your character's everything, Keanu. You feel me? Yeah. I feel how you feel about the brother Lou. Shouts out to Lou, man. I love Lou. Shout hey. out, cuz. Solid nigga. First of What's all, up, cuz? Whatever brother. you about to say, come correct, because you already know. The oh, first time oh, I met, damn. listen, listen. And Lou is my man. Kiana thought, hey, Lou, listen, this is what we, listen, Lou. <laughs> me, and Ken, me and Kiana never had a misunderstanding. Shout out to being wild, Lou. But the, day, but the day that she thought I was coming for you. <laughs> and was. And, and she, was. And she, I was not. 
No, you wasn't coming. Okay, right, right. So, there was a misunderstanding. Okay, facts. And facts. I went at his head. Oh, no, no. Any... Hey, straight up. Straight up. <laughs> I, straight up. I, I did. I went at his head. But if anybody knows me, I love Lou. Dre. I love Dre. Mm -hmm. And I love Rick. There are a few other in I there. I met Rick. 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 Yeah. Oh, oh. oh no, stop playing, bro. Don't do that. No, I didn't so, know the oh, his, name oh, is, his name is Ricky, but we call him Rick. Okay, right? Ricky, Rick, 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 same thing. Are, yeah, it's all like, good. It's all good. Rick when, the ruler. Okay. When, hey. when Donnell up, uh, correction, Stu, right? These men are dear to me because of the loyalty that they showed my husband, Facts. right? Unconditional loyalty, right? Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Hey, Kendrick. Now, <laughs> for Lou, right? It's an after party. <laughs> Lou was, and what I will always consider to be Donnell's best friend, right? Mm. His day one. Literally why you, his Wait, day wait, one. wait. Why you look like that now? Because he said he don't have no best friends. Okay. He said he don't have a best friend. He got best friends. He got a he got an army of good men. Yeah. Go, go I would bestie. Say that. Go I would, bestie. Right. My mama is my best friend. Yo, she is. your mother is hey. on fake. Listen, I love, I love your mother. What's oh, that? Listen, Lawanda is the goat. Shots okay. Lawanda, the goat. She's the goat. Okay. I got something to say about Lawanda. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's it. Mic drop. That's goat. it. Mic drop. That's she it. Is yeah. the goat. But I, I did. So those few men that I just named: Stu, Lou, Rick, and Dre. When me and Donnell first got together, these were his men. You know, Rick came into the picture not too long after. You didn't say Tay. But thing is that I didn't know Tay. I came in the picture not too long after, but Nell knew my cousin <laughs> since what middle school? Middle school. You ain't say Shout Tay. Shout out to Pat, man. What's up, yeah. Tay? I've always been around in the Tay, background. I didn't. Tay is not okay. There's no shade against Tay. Man, all right? fuck Tay. Don't pass. There is no shade against Tay, but he is not what I would consider one of Donnell's Damn, top loyal man. friends to be. Hey, for, no. the I record, would not. for the record here, Tay. Tay Hood, Facebook. Yes. Okay. All but, right. So I'm going to let that conversation keep going. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just, so just out of curiosity. When he went to go at Lou's Neck, mind you, Donnell and I had discussed actually having a wedding ceremony before we got married. Donnell was like, nah. I'm not getting married unless my man's is beside me. Mind you, lose on time. He said that, though? Hey, Definitely. Some, hey, some you silence, though. So, so I was like, I was hey. like, well, shit. I ain't never met Lou, but I'm a roll with it. That's his man, so I understand. But at the time, him he and was, Dre. He was in college. He was. Him and Dre was hanging real tight, right? I found a friendship in Dre because of the way he treated my husband. So he became a friend, more like family. So he became my brother. Right, right, right. Stu and Dre used to hang together, too. Stu and Dre. Cool and Dre. Dre. Cool and Dre. Stu. I like that. Now, Stu and Dre. Stu is another one. Hey, Rick. Hear me talk. Hey, Stu. Point. Stu is another one there, who I back. would say without a shadow of a doubt, my husband. There's only a few people who I know my husband would lay down his life for. Okay. Those four men I just named. Undoubtedly, Straight I wouldn't up. even doubt it. Without a shadow of a doubt, the so I would never lay down his life at the age of like ninety-five of old age. I'm cool with for that. the record. Ninety-five, though, like I done lived my whole life. Okay, I'm ready now. Okay, <laughs> but um, let them probably whites live out there. But then. they are, they are, they are <laughs> his solid men. So in return, but, yeah. they are my brothers. Right? I respect. I hold silly. them near and dear to my heart. It's some yeah. shit we've been through. Like I said, in our relationship, well, them niggas was there. Yeah. For us. 
I ain't gonna lie, though. My brothers. Y'all, Lou, y- y- you can't y- talk listen, shit about Lou under no circumstances. Y'all too, I ain't gonna lie. A situation happened recently, a few weeks ago, and I will not speak on that shit, but Kiana and Nell, oh my gosh. We gonna need it. Y'all came through like, no. Listen, Uncle Nell and those who are my close circle, Jay, you know what I'm talking about, Slim. Oh, yeah, because like, Jay was there that night, too. He was there that night. Like, y'all really y'all really came through, Slim, because I thought, oh, my God, that was Imagine a crazy Jay, night. Jay lived, like, that was, four houses down from He definitely did. That was a crazy yeah, hey, man. Shout out yeah. to Jay, man. Shout yeah. out to Jay, man. Neighborhood but, Jay, um, that's what I call him. It's going back to you, what you saying, man. Um, The thing is, man, I'm not going to lie to you, and I know... You, you back out. I, talk, I, talk about us being back not, out. Y'all not going to want to hear this, man, but shouts out to my men. Why wouldn't, been, we, why wouldn't we want to hear that? No, no, not y'all. I'm talking oh. about, man, to those. And, you know, <laughs> we both don't like the word nigga. You feel me? But to y'all oh, that's niggas. that's why she keep on tapping you when yeah, you facts, say it. Facts, I was wondering, facts, like. Who didn't do that? Facts, got it. Straight up. So, but I got to. I got to. Because, because, you know, one thing about. Long time ago one thing about the, the nation of Islam. You taught. You killed the nigga. So the black man can live, you feel me? Mm-hmm. You got a black man, mm-hmm. and you got niggas. Mm-hmm. Niggas fuck shit up. I've, I've, mm-hmm. Chris Rock joked too as well. Facts. Malcolm yeah, X yeah. once said, Malcolm, Malcolm X yeah. said we had a beautiful organization until the niggas came and fucked it up. You feel me? So with that being stated, like it's like you know, um, it, it's 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 they out here bullshitting, Slum. Mm-hmm. I want to salute my man who came home from prison. No matter how long you've been home, they came home who already leveled up. Niggas been all this bitch the whole time with no problem. You Shout out me? to my brother Lou. Straight out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you got niggas who been here the whole time that's still living with their mother in their basement and shit. Like, like niggas come home hungry. Mm-hmm. And that's and like you just said, I came home hungry. How hungry did you come home? Oh my goodness, brother. What have you done since you've been home? Oh man, what happened? What kind of clothing done? lines have hey, you created? Nell, Thank talk, you. Hey, Nell, talk that shit Thank to you. me. You created clothing lines, talk evidently. Talk that shit, bro. First of all, talk on the my man Nell told me, that, first of all, you can't see the sweats and the shirt, but listen, what we got right going on right now, thanks to, listen. Man, nope. just that camera, somebody. Listen, Nell, you, stand somebody. up. Show, show them. Yeah, I, I, show up. Stand I, I, up, show that stand shit, up. man. Come on, Nell. What a camera. Go back there with It's right in front of you. He got full camera. It's right in front of you. One second, turn around. Camera's on you. Rick. Right here, turn around towards me. Turn around towards me. Come on a little closer. Come a little closer. Can you see it, bro? Like, I'm just drunk. I don't want to fall. Okay. No. <laughs> you got, you, the sweats. You, you, you got hey, that right hey, there. Larry. And the logo. Hey, Larry. Huh? The camera right there. Okay. Well, no, I got, a, I got a camera right here, too, as well. Oh, for that right there. There it is. Yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah. The point I'm making is that, you know, and shout out, because I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Everybody show love, but the first and only person that's gave me the game is Manel. Only one. So, man, since I've been home, okay, I came home. My first month home, I lived with my sister. Okay, 30 days. Okay, got a job at Good. And from there, I moved straight out. Had to, you feel mm-hmm. me? Um, after that, man, um, I went and bought the caddy. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Started the clothing line. Um, and what's that for the clothing line? With a bag of chips from your foot. Okay, where we at? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, so, it's, it's for the audio. You good, yeah, you good. Yeah, of course. So, um... And from that, bro, damn, bro, they're never going back. Clothing line. After that, we partnered with. Hold on one second. What's that? Where are you partnering with? Hold on, wait. What, what gave you the idea for I a clothing gotta line? I got to shout them out. Now, and the logo. Now created my logo. <laughs> this not my shit. This now ho- ho- shit. Hold on, that's your shit. He well, created my, it for you. He gave it Get to right. me. Get right. He gave it to me. Yeah, but this, you created listen, it though. Listen, this whole thing you see with this shit, this nail shit. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact. Oh man, with the bubble letters, the NGB. <laughs> listen, real shit. I listen. I swear to you, man. I'm not even bullshitting, man. The NGB. Listen, 
Okay, I started with a shirt that said "Never Going Back" hashtag, mm-hmm. and Nell gave me the idea, the NGB with the bubble letters. And I swear, when it came to the most requested, I swear to God, the most requested shirt I've ever had. So I've been selling these t-shirts has been the one you gave me. The NGB letters, I swear to God, man. How much? By the way, I still ain't got my shirt yet. We, I'm me either. Yeah, yeah. Me either. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, how much are you selling these shirts suit. and uh, these sweats and these suits for? Oh yeah, man. Okay, the t-shirts go for twenty dollars. You know, uh, and that's shipping and handling included. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And the sweatpants is, you know, you have to uh, inbox me because I'm just taxing for them. But the point <laughs> being is that they all that. Now you get your money. Get your yeah, money, King. For fact, but the point yeah. being is that um, it's your drive, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm a person in which, man, I firmly believe in the universe. And, like, once you make certain affirmations as far as what you want, yes. the universe is going to bend and, and it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's going to bend to your will. You feel yep. me? So, like, I'm sorry, man. That 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 that, that hard luck story, don't it don't fly with me, mm-hmm. Slim. We all, like, I didn't even know, like, I got close to sis. I didn't know she battled cancer, bro. Like, you never know what everybody going through shit. And when you I say me? I smile through it, like. Sh- straight up. So. Even with me having it, right? Mm-hmm. So I cried at my son's graduation. Of course, every mother wants to cry. But there were multiple reasons why I cried. I went to war twice. I wasn't guaranteed to make it back home. Facts. You know, when he came, when I came home the second time to actually stay here, I never really wanted to for this to be like my resting place. And when I say resting place, meaning where I wanted to buy a house and all of that. It was in God's design. I always told myself that I would be... What you mean, in Maryland? Yeah, in Maryland. Okay, okay. I always told myself that I wanted to be in Georgia because I'm a southerner at heart. I was born in Georgia, in fact. Okay. So, I love Georgia. You know what I'm saying? And when I moved here, I moved... Which Biden won, by the way. (laughs) He definitely did. Blue state. Um, it's, 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 it's my very thought blue process right now. was <laughs> very blue. They tripping. They tripping. I moved. I moved here solely on the thought of me being here for my kids because this is where their dad mm. was. Um, fast forward a couple months, down there was like, "Hey, we together." I was like, "All right, bet." So wait a minute. So listen. So the phone call was, hey, yeah, you're not single no more. Like that's No, how we... it wasn't a phone call. We now, dated second, for second. months. I don't want to go too much backwards when it comes to this right, right here. Okay. I feel we already touched on that. Mm-hmm. I want to focus on Larry right here. Okay. Thank you. As far as, uh, thank you now, for the backup on that too as okay. well. Will you be back out? Okay. What made you want to start a clothing line coming out of prison? Um, To be honest with you, man, what, what, what inspired me was that it's like, People don't realize, man, you have over, I think it's 2.2 million people incarcerated in the United States. And every year, it's close to 100,000 men that's been released. You feel me? My whole thing is this, man. I'm about I'm about changing, like, stigmas. It's such a stigma on people that have been locked up. Mm-hmm. So when I sit here, like, you would not believe how many people I met and spe- spoke and talked with and had whole conversations with. And later on, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I've been convicted of murder, of murder mm-hmm. and did over 11 years in prison. But they expect, like, damn, wait a minute, Slim, you don't look or act or talk a certain way. You feel mm-hmm. me? So my whole thing with never going back is to show them, like, Slim, you cannot judge a person based upon their past. Like, we all make mistakes. Facts. Right. So my clothing line, this is a testament saying, like, I'm not ashamed of my past, bro. When I meet somebody, it's like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, what was you at? I was in college the whole time. No, my nigga, I was in prison. Mm-hmm. And because based upon my evolution, how you see me as now, 
like I'm a testament to like you can change, bro. And I feel like never going back mm-hmm. could almost relate to almost anything. Yeah, never going back yeah, to a relationship. Never going back Come to on, my bro. job. Come on, never bro. going back to uh, a past friendship. That's never real, going back though, to the bro. city yeah, I came from. Bro. Never going back is universal. Exactly. Everybody feels like they growth in life. Exactly. They relate to that. And Anybody, I, and especially with you related to your past, as yeah. far as like specific to um, you know, individuals mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. prisons trying to do better from there. Right. I'm all for it, man. And I'm telling you some real. I stuff. want a t-shirt. And Kiana may not believe this, and she might not remember. I swear, I swear, man. Wallahi, man. I went over your house one time now, and I had a shirt on that said uh, something like "Remembering My Ancestors." And Kiana said, "Is that your shirt?" I said, "No." Nah. It says, "On God." Kiana said, "Bruh." I never want to see you without a shirt on that's mm-hmm. yours, bro. I did. She I, said that, Slim. I tell Donnell the same thing. I never forgot that. Like, hey, definitely did. She hey, said that, bro. A year like, from now, the only shit I want to wear is our shit. That's, 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 that's what, what I'm saying. Right like, now. right now, I want to say hip-hop saved my life, son. Hey. And what you say now, I made that shirt years ago, bro. Yeah. Years ago. And when she said that, when I leave the house now, and that's all I said, it's something I made. My sweaters, my hoodies, be. all that. I say, damn, she right. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, it's like, it's like, it's like, you know how people try to play games with the word nigger. And mm-hmm. you know what? I'm not going to say the ER. I'm going to use A and make it nigger and make it more. You feel yeah. me? So I told one guy, I was locked up. I say, bro, listen, if I call you a bitch, you're going to want to fight. Yeah, cool. So if I call you a biatch, you going to want to fight me? Like, yeah, my nigga, it's the same thing. You still calling me a bitch. So what the fuck is the difference between nigger and nigger? Same mindset, bro. You feel me? Like we're not gonna play. We're not gonna play word games. So the point is that when I sit back and I say, "Damn, sis, make sure she okay. We can't afford that." Sherman Hammond's love boat. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the point being, bro, like I want to remove that stigma on convicts and people returning citizens, bro. And I want this shirt, this brand, to be something you can be proud of. Like, yes, yeah, so I'm never going back. Like, like you just said, it, it started with prison, but it's like never going back to toxic relationships. You know what I'm saying? What you call me the other day now and say what? What month is this? I say what, what month is it? This is the month for domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. I'm never going back to that. Never. Mm-hmm. Breast cancer awareness. I'm never. Come on, Slim. 2020. Hey, I, we're, we're, oh, God. We're never going back to 2020. <laughs> oh, God. We are, oh, God. 2020 can never be repeated. But the point, like you just said, bro. So, and that was my thing, man. Like, I believe in this shit so wholeheartedly, man, because it's like never going back. It's not just a testament to fuck prison. That shit is minor. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Because anybody can come home from prison and stay home if you just stay out of the way. Fuck that. It's mm-hmm. about progressing, though. Yeah. Never yeah. going back is a testament to I'm progressing. You know what I'm saying? Like, in that's life. what, exactly, in life. And that's what it was born from, though. Let me ask this before we move on to our next segment. Okay. What is your next steps from here? Oh, Ooh, man. I want to know. So one day, since you know already, she act like she ain't got the inside scoop, nigga. I ain't got no friends. I'll talk to y'all. So listen. Oh. <laughs> I ain't got no friends. Hey, so hey, hey, you got friends here at BNY. I got nah, one, two, fuck that. Three. We ain't friends. friends. At BNY, we family. We got family here I at BNY. With... So look, the other day. Thank you, Kiana. How many weeks ago? I, I, I reached out to Nail. Mm-hmm. Because Nail is like, I don't understand, man. Like, <laughs> He's just a whole different breed, I do. right? Nail is, listen. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Every I don't like nobody Dre introduced me to, but Nell, like Nell really see listen, one thing about it, man, and it's another thing, man. One is thing about it, real quick, did, y'all met recently or we past year or two? It's always been I, a year. Eighty been a year or two. I only been home a year. So like <laughs> I appreciate it. Now real quick, 
Don't right. don't go into details. Okay. Who introduced y'all? Dre. Dre. All right, keep going. Drizzy Rambo. Mm. You All right, me? keep going. Mm. And the thing is this though, um, we will build. We will build all the time, man. And um, God, honestly, my thought. Okay, the question was, what's your next steps? Boom. So I reached out to Nell. I said, Nell, listen, man, we got never going back. I said, the next brand, the next, the next, the evolution of this is what never going. Mm-hmm. It's the youth. So instead of us sitting here talking about never going back, let's stop them from going in the first place. So we had talked about this on the podcast before because, you know, PG County is the richest black community in America. I thought Montgomery County, PG is now? No, the richest black. Richest black. Richest black community in America. So going along with what you said, never going, I said that we should create Mm. mentorship programs in our community. And that's what the thing, I I reached, no, did I? I said, listen, the last podcast I did, it was a saying. I said, I said, yo, drug dealers ain't the only people getting money. Nope. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to you know what I'm saying? let them see that people like you and I getting money. Mm-hmm. I never knew how, like you said, how rich PG is. It's people, Slim, you know, I drive. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm out here in Maryland. I'm saying big ass houses. But it's black families living in these. Yep. I'm like, bro, <laughs> you drive a Tesla. You don't play basketball. Who the fuck are you? You feel me? It's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. don't think that you got to dribble a ball or or sell dope to get money. Come on now. It's black people really thriving out here getting mm-hmm. money legally, Slim. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing with the mentors, like you just said, I said, okay, cool. I want to get with the youth. I said, what do you want to do? I want to make clothes. We got now. Boom. I want to cut hair. I got my man Damo. Shouts out to Reflections Dominican. My man Damo. Damo the barber. He cut hair. You know, I got Jay. I, I want to drive trucks. We got Jay. So whatever path you're some media? We got BNY. Anybody want to get in? That's I'm trying to tell you, man. No, we, we got BNY. BNY is supposed to be. When when it first started, they had discussed it being an outlet for yeah. black people, of course. Blacks and gay. Blacks and gay, of course. Okay, if anybody didn't this know. Is BNY. B, this, this is BNY. This is addition of BNY. This, right, this Make is sure. BNY. So this was like what we had. Uh-huh. Started out to be. This is the because, purpose of it. Yeah, this is okay. the purpose of it. The purpose of it is for mm-hmm. us to mm-hmm. educate our generation, but also help the younger generation right, evolve into up. what exactly. they want exactly. to be. So I, I think that's amazing that you that you put in forth the effort to actually we talking do about, that. It's just, like you said, like, so my whole thing is this. At 12, 13 years old, mm-hmm. okay, you undecided on what you want to do. So before the drug dealers get you... Mm-hmm. Partner with a barber. Mm-hmm. This man, this man is making clothes, bro. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And been doing it since he was And been 12, doing it, huh? So that man can sit down the same way he patiently sat down, talk with me, like, all right, listen, now, I need two, three hours of your time. So what do you want to do? Whatever lane you want to get in. Okay, we got barbers, we got truck drivers, we got we got uh, uh clothing designers. Come on, we got, learn how to do audio video. Exactly, bro. So mm-hmm. my whole thing is the next level of never going back is never going. Because mm-hmm. I'm so tired of trying to catch them it. when they come back. No. Because we already know about the, the the school, the prison pipeline. We're going so for me personally, that's my next step, man. Because it's like, you know, the other day, you know, um, my mother and them, man, you know, they live in Waldorf and shit, and um, you know about it because they called me and they was freaking out like, yo, I just, I just seen a shooting and shit. You feel me? In Waldorf. Yeah. Listen, mm-hmm. broad daylight. It's been a couple uh, recently here in Waldorf right. too. So, as well. so it was like, yeah. and and was blowing me. It's like, man, like for whatever reason, man, I'm not even gonna get into the details of it, but the shit is. Expanding. Mm-hmm. At one point in time, it was an inner city thing. Now it's mm-hmm. like we all affected by it. So we got to get to them. 
my, my biggest thing is the age range between 12 and 16 because those are your most formative years. Absolutely. So, like, and, and for me, so that's what we're doing right now. I know um, I spoke with a brother. Um, let me see something real. I'm so sorry, but I do got to pause this because it's been two people that's been phenomenal in this. Um, it's a sister named Pamela A. Morris. And she, her brand is Making Life Matters at AQC Behavioral Health. Mm-hmm. I, I like the sister because the sister is focusing on mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one Oof. thing that's one thing you know, that you know, being why loves mental health Sundays, okay. bro. I'm trying to tell you, bro, because you know within, our, our, mental health within over our community, you can't. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a stigma. It's like breaking the generational nigga, curse. Exactly. Nigga, you crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you going to therapy? Ah. Exactly. So, with this sister Pamela Pamela Morris, man, I give her respect because one thing about her, man, she takes it very seriously, man. And um, she's the one that's been, has been form, uh, formative in my own my own evolution when it comes to men's groups and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, yeah, yeah, so definitely. Um, but that's right now, that's the way right now, sis. Um, never going, man. That's the next step. No, you you are the owner of this clothing line. This, this is my shit. That's your shit, right? And by there. the way, yeah, mm-hmm. like 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 real life government. I went ahead and filed the LLC for like because that's what man. And this is what we need, though, man. We need to um, we need to normalize a lot of things within the black community. We Absolutely. need to normalize mental health. We need to normalize mm. because the thing about it, man, a lot of times, like, I seen a video, and the video was on TikTok, and the brother was in the army, and he was showing, like, during COVID, how the government was treating the people, like, you know what I'm saying, in the army, like, damn, so I'm mm-hmm. like, this shit fucked up all around the board, son. Mm-hmm. And we don't really realize what the people that's in the military, the black people go through, bro. Yeah. It's fucked up, Absolutely. son. Absolutely. Because one thing about it, whether you're in the military, prison, mm-hmm. whether you're a doctor, whether... You're black. Mm-hmm. And to them, you're still a nigga. Real yeah. shit. Even, so in, even in the bins. Even in the bins, mm. you're still a nigga. You mm-hmm. feel me? And it's like, those are the commonalities we have. Like Malcolm X once said, Malcolm X said, when you come in these doors, leave your religion at the door. Yeah. Because our issue is being black, bro. Fuck Christian, Muslim, fuck all that shit. Religion is it's just a side effect. It's a side effect, bro. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> that's that's a little inside joke right there between okay, us. Okay, okay, we talk after the pod, after yeah. the pod, after so the pod. So the point being is that like, and that's what got me on my shit. Like, man, we got to go back to like you just said, it's just like supporting each other. Like mm-hmm. the thing about it is this: when their birthday came up, mm. sis know what's going on. Sis know like financially, like damn, I ain't got no gift. Sis said, you know what? Do me a favor, make him this shirt, and she gave me the blueprint how to make this shirt. You feel me? Mm-hmm. This man make shirts. Fuck, make sure this man got a clothing line. And when this man wore my shirt, like, he like, damn, bro. Like, I, I, I didn't feel inadequate. Like, he like, damn, Slim. Like, he really appreciated me taking this time. And we running back and forth to the stores, like, trying to get this shit perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the shit. Like, damn, that, that, that's serious, bro. But that's the loyalty, too. That's so, the lo- what I think is going. And you remember that. Has to happen, uh-huh. right? With people in our culture, one fuck up means that I don't fuck with you at all. We're going to mm-hmm. disagree. I like that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We're going to disagree. Wait, wait, wait. Look what you just said, though. One fuck up. And you're right. We, we're going to disagree. Exactly. So, with that being said, in order to get this. I disagree with that. But keep talking. It's I'm going to tell you why, though. It's one disagreement. It's going to fuck it the is. line up. It's one disagreement. Okay. No, it's true, though. Right. No. Now, I'm going to tell you why I disagree with that, though. There's always room for improvement, right? 
And I, I feel that way strongly. Again, this is coming from my past. Everybody says I'm aggressive, right? You are. And, right. I, I, See, and I am. I'm not going to lie to you. So I'm not going to hold it against I nobody. I thought you'd been in prison. You were very aggressive. No, I am very aggressive, right? <laughs> How much time you did? Because you were very aggressive. I she, just, she I told nine, you. Nine, 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 nine years. 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 So as far as businesses hmm. go, wait, wait, now, now, okay, never mind, okay. As far as businesses go, I feel like that the way we move, or like, like people here, people there, mm-hmm. that's elsewhere, is that when it comes to business, when it comes to black people, mm-hmm. a lot of shit is new. That's right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. We, we don't have like, oh, that's my granddaddy right there. That's your granddaddy. Mm-hmm. They did business for fifty years. So true. here's your kids. Here's my kids. So hey, we did it. We're just passing down to both of you. We have 50 years of our family being together. Your cousin may have married yeah. her brother. And then, yeah, we're good to go. We don't have that. We, right. I, so right we now, we're still trying to and, figure and all that know. shit you're out. Right. You're right. So as far as even with me and Y goes, or uh, never, never going, going back. back. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, FNL Fair is not an option. Soon to be LTD. Because we got, we got the LTD is the umbrella, right? Hey. What's LTD? Oh, what's that? What's that? Let me, let me get my spill real quick. We're still trying to all figure this shit out together. Right. We're all still new to this shit when it comes to LLCs. Because uh-huh. I know how much it costs to get an LLC off the ground. So, shout out to you with all that cost you put in there right there. It's We're still trying to figure this shit out. So, if, if shit happens as far as, like, you had to cut people off for this and a third. Or this person's here, that person's there. I look like this. It's a process, though. That's the process. It's a process. thing is that being my podcast, being my network, it may never take off. Honestly, with me being living. Excuse but me, guess what? Me. Well, speak like that, But hold a second. But guess what, though? Positivity. But hold a second. Hold a second, though. I, Rick and Jet would eventually inherit what I have to offer. Absolutely. Mm. And then from them, with the work that I we like all have built like from that. here, like they could take it somewhere different. That's a part like of that, that generational though. wealth, though. But thing is that, yes. And thing is, we're building it now here. Because yeah. I think it, after, like, civil rights, mm-hmm. 1964... It's then when when generation generation wealth is starting to build. Yeah. Like mm. I, like I, like honestly, my grandma shot to her, but she doesn't really have much to offer her children. Mm-hmm. Her children taking care of her. Mm-hmm. I mean, just is what it is is from that generation. Mm-hmm. Because where she grew, I mean, she's she, of, she's born she nineteen thirty. Right. Right. I mean, generation wealth wasn't really a thing Shout there. Out to you still being able to talk Shut to your grandma? Out, Slim. Exactly. She's, she's eighty five right now. Yeah. She's old right now. That's but, a hey, living shot, legend. Yeah. yeah. She ain't for Washington right now. I'm a love to her. But thing is that, but thing is, yeah, living legend, absolutely. Straight up, but straight thing up. is that, what she couldn't do, mm. me, myself, my cousin Pat, absolutely, and a couple of us too as well, we can hand down to our kids yes. to continue to build from there. Like, don't forget, it was four hundred years that we didn't have, right? Mm-hmm. That other individuals had a head start on. Mm-hmm. Like you see a lot of these uh, Wall Street individuals, uh, yes sir. That's trust fund babies mm-hmm. that had start. They started what and what. 
1890, right. mm-hmm. 19, 1913, J.P. Morgan was born, or uh, whatever year, uh, 1800s, 1900s, J.P. Morgan was born, he uh, found all this, all this shit. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that. No, we didn't. But guess what? We have things now as far as mm-hmm. your business, Fineo, never going back, BNY, BNY Network. Who knows what this shit looks like in 100 BFA. years? BNY. BFA. Yeah, BFA. In 100 years from now. I'm still going to be here. Let's see how this shit looks Facts, like. Facts, though. But then it's that, I want it, like Moses in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I might not be able to take you to the promised land. See, listen. And if continue, please, I, I no, no, you got it from there. No, continue. you got it from there, my guy. No, because listen, my words. That's what's so dope about your mentality. Because like, we become so selfish, mm-hmm. and we feel like some. The Bible said that you know what I'm saying. As far as building and not saying a completion, but you starting the process though, bro. Exactly. That's what it's about. Like as I got older, I start focusing more on legacy. Mm-hmm. What legacy am I gonna live? It's all mm-hmm. focused on legacy. Exactly. That, that's what we. So, I mean, we talked about that in the podcast so right now, prior. My whole exactly. mindset is this: this, 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 what I want for never going back. Okay, the same way that NA and AA is designed, that it's like a self therapeutic program in which we keep each other sober. Mm-hmm. I want never going back to be the same way. We keep each other from going back to prison. Mm-hmm. I, I want this. It. I want this established in every like every state. That we have groups so that when you feel like, damn, my baby mother's stressing me, the bill's fucked up, I want to pick this gun up, I'm going to call Nell real quick. And Nell say, you know what, nigga? No, nigga. Mm-hmm. Have you been to the, you remember the shower line? Show me your bills mm-hmm. real quick. You remember commissary? Mm-hmm. We can pay your bills. You feel me? Do you yes, remember, you, you, you remember when the peanut butter and jelly sandwich? You, you pay 20 you bucks a month. Exactly. We can pay your bills right now. The meat they served us was called Sweaty Betty. You remember Sweaty Betty? You know what I'm saying? We Jim, need Jim Crow Jim juice. Crow. Come on, bro. <laughs> This shit is real life. Like, they put some shit, the shit called soft Peter. They put soft Peter in your food to make that, so that you, men cannot have erections. Mm-hmm. That's what they did to, like, reduce the prison rapes. Like, they chemically fuck us up. You feel me? Chemically. Mm-hmm. So, we need somebody on the outside of the, what? Your baby mother's stressing you. Yeah, but do you remember this? Like, my whole goal, I, I'm never going to live to see that. But to lay the foundation for that That's all it is That's all I want bro That's it They want network is the foundation It's a, a Exactly sir Fucks with that That's real shit though It's Black a foundation shit. Straight up <laughs> To be honest with you Like like he's saying too as well We, we I probably won't see We probably never see the end of what it is Exactly But yeah. guess what Rick and Jet coming here too as well Every time, every time I come in here I Grab the mics like this, I'm like, get the fuck out <laughs> You know what I mean I'm like, don't damage my equipment like, Get the fuck out yeah. That's yeah. a start The thing is that when they're like 13, 14, mm-hmm. maybe they bring their friends over here too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a little podcast themselves. Maybe I'm just over here just engineering. Straight up. I'll just talk a little bit, but they can have a conversation between themselves mm-hmm. with drinking orange juice and Sprite. <laughs> right. You know what right, I mean? Right, having pizza right. rolls and just right, have a conversation. Right. There's right. something dope. Like but, the studio but, is not but, just for But you laid the us. groundwork. Right? Exactly. exactly. That's it right mm-hmm. there. And then eventually, I take a step aside when mm-hmm. I'm of old age. CEO. And, Exactly, yeah. and then they run it from there. They yep. can take it to a but higher level. But he's it. This shit has become syndicate like damn Slim. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an idea. Now. It's an idea. I, I, you can't defeat an idea. And that, how was this Listen, idea born, though? One thing about Rick, Ferg, how was this idea okay. born, and where we at now? The idea was born between this man right here. Shout out to uh, Nate too as well. Season one and two of uh, BNY mm-hmm. uh, podcast. Kyra too as well. Season one and two of BNY podcast, and uh, my cousin Pat. Mm-hmm. What we should do is we should be in this very this very room right Cold here. Cold as shit. Cold as shit. No heat. Wintertime. December. Coats Cold on. Tour. <laughs> with one little heater. With the with the power passing out every every single time we turn the two heaters on. Man. Just smoking blacks. It's like 
man, what do you think about this topic right here? We had like 20 minute conversations. And one day after the cousin's cookout, the first mm-hmm. cousin's cookout, mm-hmm. me and Nate, um, one of my one of my good guys too as well, white guy, mm-hmm. he's uh, we were sitting and talking with Veronica, my cousin Veronica. Yeah. We was like, I was like, Nate, dude, mm-hmm. I need to go on a deployment here pretty soon. Deployment, as uh, as Cam was talking yeah. about. I was like, look, why don't we just have a podcast? I said, tell you what, you go and deploy. When I come back, I promise you there'll be a, a room set up for us to do podcasts. That's in. serious. I bro. promise you that. And when he came back, he sat down at this table. He's like, damn, Rick. I know you. It's like I know you just say you're gonna do this it. This is what he just said. But it That's some real shit to say. I mm. promise you, and they, and they come through and follow through on that. That's serious, bro. Yeah. But mm. thing is that for us, you see what that sign says: a snapshot of humanity. What is humanity? Every single walk of existence anybody of a human has said. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn if you're a Fortune 500 uh, CEO or somebody that served time in prison. You have a seat on my podcast. That's serious, bro. <clears throat> Damn, bro. And you did now, can you uh, uh, give this man um, this day in black history? Uh, Kiana, I sent it to your phone. So, uh, all right, so this is what we do here on uh, Being One Podcast. Okay. How we always start to end off, end off our podcast mm-hmm. is that we want to end off with something positive. Always. Facts, facts. No matter what the conversation is, it can be heavy. We've done a Maude Aubrey podcast. We've done a George Floyd podcast. Real heavy shit. Shout out to Amar Aubrey. His, uh, Talk on it. His, um, Murderers mm-hmm. have been charged formally, and they have not been given any bond. You time. know what's crazy? If I may, sis, mm-hmm. like you, like it's crazy because <sighs> they said, and the mother was heartbroken because in his last moments of life, like they called that man niggas. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like it it's like. It's one thing to say and you're dying, but as you die, like, like, slum. The last words you hear. Come on, slum. Nigger. Nigger. There's a... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, there's another, um, another child. While this election was going on, 15-year-old boy named Kwame Mm -hmm. was murdered. Okay? Murdered by what he thought was his friend's parents. Mm -hmm. These people have not been charged yet. The autopsy, the initial autopsy report from the mourner's office or coroner's office yeah. reported that he had drowned. Okay? This is what they told the parents. The autopsy um, photos have reached social media, of course. He was brutally beaten mm-hmm. at 15 years old. Well, that Emmett, uh, Emmett Tell shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See me that article? I want to run with that shit. I think he was burned. You know what's yeah. crazy? Like she just said, I seen a post, bro. And that shit like brought tears to my eyes because you had a living room full of these like they were all mothers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they had a woman's night out. And amongst these, like it was like six or seven white women and one black woman. You feel me? Mm-hmm. She that, was murdered that night. That hey, Islam. She that, was murdered that night. That sister was killed, bro. You feel me? And it's like, like. They were not charged, by the way. These women Nobody have not charged, been charged. Hey, like hey. right now, I'm amongst, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting amongst these white, and and we all, and I'm assuming they my friends, bro. Like, and 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 being why, postman being why podcast fan group. By the way, we got push one eight two as well. That shit um, crazy, but bro. so so mm-hmm. Kwame hit me hard, right? My son, being the person that he is, yeah, of course, he's well rounded, just like his mom is, right? He has a lot of Caucasian friends, right? I'm not going to say I live in fear, right? 
Right. God guides me. He does. When I seen this 15-year-old boy, right. I cried as a mother yeah. of a black child mm. who I know has white friends. I cried. That's I couldn't I mean, imagine a, my know, son telling me being. he going out with his friend. Never seeing him again. That's crazy. That bring it? me to tears now. Like, as a mom, your son is telling you, Ma, I'll be back. I'm going with my friend. And you don't see him again. Only to find out that he didn't drown. Like you yeah, say he did. He didn't drown. He was beaten That's brutally. So um, imagine him being beaten. Now, this I don't know what he was beat with. There was breath in his body. Straight enough up. breath probably for them or him to say stop. They, they heard uh, him. Enough mm-hmm. for him to call out for his hey, mama. Man, come on now. Can you imagine like what that That's mama that is going Floyd through? Should, like help me mom. Like like you feel me? Like, to his mama that died That's years ago. Crazy. Hey bro, yeah. on the same day, bro. On the same day. Hey bro, on the same See, look, I remember man, I was incarcerated, man, and like ask what a god, bro. I watching the news. In Southeast DC, some Chinese motherfucker, like Slim just he appeared and he was in the I swear to God it's a true story, man. I watched it on the news. And it's a, and this Asian guy showed up in the hood and he was paying people fifteen dollars for blood samples. I swear to God. He was showing he was here in the hood. Okay, boom. And he like, yo, for fifteen dollars, let me sample your blood. And they and, and it was a line outside the building. Nobody knows who he was. Nobody knows who he came from. And people were lining up. Like, I don't, I don't know what he's doing with it, but it's 15 I need that 15 Slim. Do you know the cost of melanin? Slim. Per gram. More than gold, Slim. It's $345. dollars. So right now, all, Why? That, all that missing shit is organ trafficking. Like, Slim, mm-hmm. what the fuck they say about this dumbass covid um, 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 vaccination. Mm-hmm. It has to be tested on black people. Why the fuck they so interested in getting that shit? They know. What, come on, bro. I see right now. We will have a whole podcast on uh, oh, yeah, the vaccine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fact, promise fact, you that fact, right fact. there. No, no, you're my fault. And, uh, Larry, yeah, no, 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 fact. no. Not your fault right there, yeah. Larry. That's just invite yourself to the podcast. That shit crazy, bro. Because I it seen is. it like, come on, bro. Like, wait, oh, like, we're gonna have that conversation. I promise you that right there. Because okay. the thing is that. We'll talk about it offline. T, but <laughs> I will say, and I did promise her on some real shit. Listen, in 2001, in 2001, mm-hmm. Bayetti, when I met the brother, Baba Imhotep, I got it on Facebook. This brother has been so transformative in my life, Slim. And that's where, people like, where did Bayetti Sadiq come from? It came from that. Okay. It came from that. And um, as I told you before, like, before the end of this year, like, officially, I got to transform into, like, that's 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 my name. You feel me? And it's like, so many people reach out, like, damn, how the fuck do you say, like, like, for me personally, man, they reach into that caution experience, like, man, we got away from our origins, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And, like, one thing about African culture I love is, like, at one point in time during this naming ceremony, they gave you a name that you can describe to become like the names we have right now as far as like Larry and Peter and James and shit, like it's no room for growth. But during that naming ceremony, it gave you a name like Damn Slim. That's what you ascribe to be. That's who you evolve into. That's where like that's where Bayetti came from. And that's why like 
I'm not gonna lie to you, brother, because like governmental, like I cringe when it's like Larry. Like that's not what the fuck is that? What do you prefer to be called? Bayetti. You want me to call you Bayetti? Yes, sir. Right, so you had to tell me. Yes, sir. Of course, of course. You My whole thing is that. You Oh, so the podcast uh, reveals everything. You're, you're aggressive. Bayetti. But I. But you're oh, aggressive. So, 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 I so, am second. aggressive, but I also you can't even lie. I respect anything you tell right. me. Right, but Kiana, you you're ver- you are you you and you do. But I need you to understand for the second time, me telling you again, <laughs> you're very aggressive. I hey, hold second, hold second, hold second, second. Before we go, I'm trying to end this podcast at some point tonight. Okay. I want uh, Bayetti. Yes, sir. To read uh, this day in Black History. I sent it to uh, Kiana, Darnell. You both okay. have the okay. uh, this day in Black History. Okay. Um, is that is that it right there? Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, that is it right there. Um, the reason why I, I love I love my, the guest reading. This day in Black History. Now, before you read anything, mm. this day in Black History is brought to you by a sponsor. Who? What? We got a sponsor again? It's a, it's a sponsor. It's uh, the same sponsor we had last week. But uh, oh, okay. Shout out to Dishes Studios. Yep. Dishes. <laughs> Dishes Studios. Hey, oh, a second. Shout. Hey, oh, a second. So we have uh we have certain segments on the podcast that um different guests can um sponsor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this time right now, Dishes Studios. Shout out to them located in Chesapeake, Virginia. Yes. For all your mixing needs, mm. if you're a recording artist, podcast too as well. If you're in the Virginia local area, or you may just want to send a mix in for, um, I don't know, maybe somebody to look over it. Mm-hmm. You have multiple verified artists mm-hmm. at Disha Studios that can look over, look over your track. We verified, baby. So, verified, listen, verified. Listen, for all, listen, because it's real shit. Because a lot of you local rappers and shit like that, you feel me? Y'all go in these bullshit-ass studios. Like, if you really want your shit mixed down well, because, you know, I used to rap and shit, so, like, mm-hmm. I know what the mix down is and mm-hmm. that shit. If you want high-quality shit, like, you got to be willing to invest and, and you got to get outside your comfort zone. Yes. Because he's your cousin or homeboy, that don't mean, like, if you really take your, your career seriously. Get comfortable you, being uncomfortable. Be, God damn it. That's, that, that, that's the quote of the night right there. <laughs> get comfortable being uncomfortable, man. And, like, he, you got to reach out. So, what's what's the name again? Districtstudios.com. District, that's it. So, black, I'm calling out people. Black, my man Tay, girl, he purping from Walker Mill Road, Young Molly, oh. all y'all. that I'm calling y'all niggas out because you keep rapping in these bullshit-ass studios. Listen. You need to invest in yourself. And the brother say District Studio. Disher. Disher. D-I-S-H as in hotel. Uh-huh. E as in elephant. Uh-huh. R as in Ricky. Okay. <laughs> Studios.com. Why, why was the R so presidential? Right. Because like, it, it represented so, him. So, hey. like, are these artists here? <laughs> they all DMV. Like, these okay, are, so these DMV. Are, I, was, I was locked up with. Okay. We, we got a studio here. Mm-hmm. Will Bowser. Quality, Qual- touch. quality touch, quality touch, well. touch studios. Oh, like quality shit. touch studios also works. They quality in studios in, in, in conjunction, conjunction with Dish Studios Absolutely. have a great friendly relationship. Yes. For real. Yes. Also, also quality touch studios has been featured on this podcast multiple times. Multiple times. That's crazy. So we connected, man. If you are hey, a yo, artist, are seriously, yeah. like if you serious, let me tell you something about Will though. He's serious about his craft. That's crazy, he don't bro. play when it comes to his craft. Austin okay. too, as well. Uh, Austin, Austin Tolls. Matter of fact, no, shout no, out Austin I, Honeyman. No. Oh, Honeyman? No, no, no. Austin Ooh, Honeyman. I was talking about local, like I'm, us in I'm the DMV. Austin Honeyman has 
though he's here. Um, this is the and, for Austin Honeyman. And, and, Just keep on, keep on record. Oh uh, yes, Austin Honeyman. We call him AJ. There it is. Um, he is here often, even though he's in Chesapeake. He's up here often. Here, that's in uh, the DC, uh, Maryland, Virginia area. Oh, yes. okay, okay. He's here often. Um, and they do partner. So, okay. tell them to hit them up. You know what I'm saying? Disherstudios.com. Disher, as in like washing the dishes. Like, Disher. Like, hmm. Studios. Like, like com. Yes. Okay, I got you. Got okay. it. Not Swisher, but Disher. But, Disher. Yeah. Yeah. but if you go down there, you can hit a Swisher with Disher. Uh, you hear that? No. Listen. We not saying that. Why are we not saying that? He say they own this. They, they he, can no. swish, he can hit a Swisher oh. with Disher. Yeah, I Disha. said I do all the other Clarify stuff. Oh, oh you a ra- Freestyle Friday? Oh, you a rapper? Disha like, doesn't hey, smoke. Hey. Disha does not smoke. I got, oh, anything. Fr- freestyle Friday? A little bit of hookah? You can do You yes. smoke that in, in the studios. <laughs> <laughs> it's Freestyle Friday. And right now, you got a freestyle too as well. Go ahead. What, um, uh, oh. right now, when, when it comes to all our guests, this segment is uh, yeah, yes. yes, sir. Mm. Produ- uh, this segment right here is sponsored by uh, Disha Studios. Okay. Shout this out. day in black history. Yes, Larry. Sir. Yes, sir. Y'all uh, talk on it. November November 13, 1913, we had Dr. Daniel Hale Williams. He becomes a member of the American College of Surgeons. That's what we know? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, on November 12, 1913, Dr. Daniel Hale Williams, who was the first doctor to perform a, a successful open-heart surgery, Open heart surgery. He became the first African American to become a member of the American College of Surgeons. On July 9th, 1893, Dr. Daniel Hale Williams performed the first successful open heart surgery. He founded Provident Hospital and Training School for Nurses in Chicago, Illinois, on May 4th, 1891. The nation's first interracial hospital and nursing school. Two years later, on July 9th, 1893, James Cornish was admitted to the hospital after being stabbed in the chest. Dr. Williams performed the first successful open-heart surgery on Cornish. Dr. Williams repaired a severed artery and a gash in the pericardium, the sac that encloses the heart. James Cornish was released from the hospital 51 days after surgery and lived for decades after the incident. Dr. Williams was born on January 18, 1856. In Pennsylvania, and died on August fourth, nineteen thirty-one, in Michigan at age seventy-five. Mm. Okay, dope. You make me nervous. <laughs> Man, that boy can read. That nigga, boy, he, <laughs> sexual chocolate. That boy good. That boy good. Like nigga, them years in prison. <laughs> Why she make you nervous? Cause she was staring at you. Yeah, bro. Like, she she you wanted felt to it. know what you was you reading. Felt, it was right here. Oh, bro, like, it was right there. Don't do that, bro. Like. But that's awesome. You know I got. You know I'm. Nigga, partially she, she illiterate. Was, she was impressed. Like that, that he can read. I seen a post that say, you know, what it say like that you can read so like, well. It say, sis, he not taking long to text back. The nigga can't spell. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what do you think with uh, this day in Black History, Larry? Yeah. Oh, listen, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Um, in the mic, in the mic, give me that. I didn't know what he was reading. Yeah, for me, like, you know. Like, I like it because the thing is, anything dealing with us being the first to do anything, mm-hmm. I respect it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And, like, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like, and I know this is so off topic, but I gotta say this. Stop trying to get black Superman and black Batman uh, and all. Fuck all that shit. Mm-hmm. For our own people and our own race, create our own characters. Stop being so pressed to be accepted and fit into shit. 
So if they don't, mm-hmm. like, I don't understand it. Like, you understand, if you know you did great work and you don't receive a Grammy or Oscar, it does not diminish what you have done. Like, Absolutely. you don't have to be accepted by these people, bruh. Fuck that shit, Slim. If you mm-hmm. want uh, for us to be represented a certain way as being superheroes, then create the superhero. We set the standards, bro. Everything you realize right now when it comes to pop culture, it follows us. Huh? Yeah, so I read something. What? Mm, I didn't read it. So on TikTok, right? Okay. It was this little segment where this lady was like, all right, y'all saying fuck black people. Take away everything a black person has ever created. And let's see what America is. Nothing. Oh, yeah, what, for sure. When Absolutely. I say when I say it was the simple shit, the light switch, the smallest air condition, air condition, uh, the traffic light, refrigerator, Girl, Mo- exactly, exactly. What? G A Morgan, baby. We, we, we talking about refrigerators, ironing boards, irons, um, flat irons for your hair, mm-hmm. bleaches for your hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like little, the littlest things that you can think of. The traffic light, you use that every day. Exactly. How about the wheel? We created that. How about? To make the cotton shirt that that you got on your back. You gotta realize the people, Mm. uh, it's only the people that's doing the work are gonna create ways to make their work easier. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? The master's not creating ways to make our work easier. It's the slaves that's doing it. Exactly. So, of course. Oh, that's a nice idea. Eli Whitney. Eli Whitney, the cotton gin. Absolutely. Even Thomas Edison didn't even make the first light bulb. Exactly. Hey, Rick, give them law. They don't don't know that, bro. How about the internet? Mm, the brother, yeah, you're right. It you wasn't right. a brother, the it was a sister. Phone. No, no, mm-hmm. no. It was, a, it, it was a sister. I'm gonna Google this shit. You ready? Google it. You ready? Are you ready? So listen, we are betting on this. The first black person to invent the internet. Mm-hmm. You said it was a sister. Don't worry, I'll wait. Okay, straight up. Come on, Google. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. For real? Mm-hmm. Okay, solid. <laughs> <laughs> Come on that, now. That was off topic. Talk. The first black person to invent the internet. It might say Mark Dean. I'm pretty sure. It's going to say, it, it, it ain't going to say uh, 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 Lakeisha Dean, so. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying what it might say. <laughs> Mark this. Dean, we got a winner, <laughs> the Hazel Eye Bandit. So <laughs> he he was setting you up for that one too as well. Sis, it's right here. What's what? Mark Dean, talk to me. Well, black. It. Say what? Black person invented the internet? Well, this say Philip. Mm-hmm. Philip Emigwali, a math whiz who came up with the formula for allowing a large number of computers to communicate at once. The thing is, I don't see Lakeisha or Shaquanda. <laughs> the fact is that black people, regardless of man or woman, mm-hmm. have been doing amazing things in this country and by the way, on the for side many, note, many years. I'm glad you said that because right now, man, like, that's another thing, man. They have began to pit men versus women. Like, we not on that shit, bro. And that mm-hmm. shit irks me. Like, like it really, you know what I'm saying? Like, it really has become, like, what they have done now is, like, it's 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 it's, it's a, not just a battle between the race. It's a battle of the genders now. And I don't really like that. Like, you shouldn't like that. Because it's weird. Because, like, I'm not going to... I don't see you all the time, baby. Like, I don't understand this new 2020, like, male energy. But niggas are weird. Not niggas, because I know the word I write. But dudes are weird. No, a second now. I would, uh... I prefer this to be an off, uh, offline conversation. Okay. 
because I have certain things I like to say with that too as well. Okay. But if we were to talk about it right now, right. we'd be here for another 40 minutes. You're right. we got to end it. You're right. we got to end it. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Facts. With, facts, that, facts. with that being said right there, shout out to uh, this thing of Black History. Thank right. you for reading that right. too as Thank well. Thank you. Okay. Let's uh, go around the room starting with uh, Darnell. Final thoughts. Man, I just want to say shout out to my man Larry for coming out. Um, Shout out to Britnick. You know, she came out last minute, but she's here. Shout out to the wife dropping that knowledge tonight. Beyonce. Always, you know, always appreciative. That's why you love me. Prime Rib, how you doing? Prime Rib. Straight up. Who's Prime Rib? This one, y'all peoples? Where? Oh. On Twitch. Oh, facts though wasn't credited straight up though. <laughs> I don't know who Prime Rib is, but facts. My well, my just prime, a rando. My hey, prime, prime Rib, we got number love for you. Second round, real quick. Straight up. My Prime Rib sitting next to me. Straight up. <laughs> Keep talking. La- hey, prime Rib, we're on last thoughts right now. Show but, uh, prime Rib, check out uh, the rest of the podcast. I'm curious to your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Thank you to my man Rick. You know, always having up. me out. You know, <laughs> making me a member. You full time member, baby. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. But man, thanks to the fans, thanks to everybody that's listening, all our viewers. I just want to say I love y'all, man, and uh, good night. I was scrolling through smaller twitches. Hey, you know, honestly, prime rate right now, that's what we need. Honestly, we're like we're not we're not that big. <laughs> we don't have we don't have sponsorships. We talk on our own accord. We do our own opinion. Yeah, I, if you can subscribe to us. Straight up. It'll, it'll be love, man. It'll be love. Man, Thank woman, you, Prime Rev. whoever you Thank are. You. Prime Rev, we appreciate you right there. Real stuff though. Do. Real stuff though. Yeah, I love that right there. I love it. We'll take we we'll take we we'll take what we got. I, I appreciate we we appreciate everything. Because I ain't gonna lie, I'm the same way, like like I just support matter. exactly, bro. And it's That's like it. I it ain't getting behind a Nike or a Tesla, like no, I, you find up and coming. Mm-hmm. I love the underdog. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So That's he, all we are. We're, shots out. We're underdogs just trying to punch up. Trying That's to it. find a way to the heavyweight championship. Straight up. So Prime Red, appreciate that. It's, you're, you're probably the only one watching this right now on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. And we'll, we'll continue to grow from there. I, I just I just appreciate your support. We, should, we, we appreciate your support. We definitely do. Keanu, what you got? Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> here, here it, so it, it was a lot of stuff said on this podcast first and foremost this shit thank, was forever um, sh- thank, thank our special guest straight up Bayette Sadiq oh That's you remember you remember cause, yeah. cause now didn't remember thank you um, straight up wow shout out to Britt hey Bayette why are you doing that right there right. it's him Bayette it's Bayette yes okay. but see you aggressive so I didn't correct you the last king of the dead earth Bayette Sadiq come on man Bayette Sadiq how you know about? Come on, we man. gotta talk, Slim. Uh, you don't read some books. Okay. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's so all I do. Shout out to Quality Touch Studios. Lou, yes, sir. Studios. Will, Shut, Shut Lou. Uh, I oh, will yeah, always shout Lou. out um, William Bowser and uh, Lou. That's, gro- Lou. That's, Lou. Growth. And, uh, That's growth yeah. right there. Fast Eddie's. Dishestudios um, dot com. <laughs> I said Dishestudios. They had their last show tonight. I said Dishestudios for real. Yeah. Drizzy, my uh, Drizzy Rambo. All right, my mentor, Govaria Pew. Mm, the sister um, that's in. Okay, mm, facts. Shout out to her. Shout out to my husband mm. and Rick and the whole BNY family. There are Damn, that was short. A, a few of us. 
That, that no, that, <laughs> you are forty, ain't that? There oh, are a few of us who are not here, but you are still our family. Um, my final thoughts on tonight is mm. we are black and proud of who we are. Amen. Um, even though we come from different backgrounds, Amen. we can't agree that um no sacrifice holds no reward. So in life, you have no to sacrifice, sacrifice. Amen. something to get what you want. Um, life is a process. Mm. It's one step at a time. There is no elevator. So in order for you to continuously grow, she, she you love. got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Straight up. So mm. with that being said, in the future, I hope we get to see and enjoy the fruits of our labor. Amen. Um, Damn. I, I really do. Because mm-hmm. I want all of us to be successful in life. Mm-hmm. But to see your success is the most amazing reward ever. It is. A- so, yeah, we sure. we will see our successes. Because Absolutely. we see things and speak them into existence. Mm-hmm. So, we just speaking this into existence. This is mm-hmm. more than just a podcast for us. It is an outlet. Sure. It is a way to educate. Um, I want to see more with the never going mentorship program in the future i want to see more of it straight up straight Um, up though i I, I want to see it i want to be a part of it because i feel like it's something that we need in our community absolutely so i want to see what you do with that in the future i do um Mm, rick mm, mm, i have mm. seen you come a long long way a long way a long way it's not it's not an us thing no, I'm sorry. It's not a me thing. It's a us thing. It's not a us thing. It's a me. I did this. It's not a us thing. It's an all of us thing. when I say you... you <laughs> the brain was broken. You you have built this, though. I've watched you build... I didn't build this by myself. You did not build it by yourself, but I've watched you build this brain on a thought that came from a garage. It was, it was well, a, a thought of a... couple of few good men. It was, yeah, there it is. A thought of a few good men. A, a thought of a few right. good men. And you bought it to fruition. You know what I'm saying? That's not right. As always, I'm proud of you every day, every week, every hour. It takes a lot for us to grow as a couple, and and it takes a lot for us to grow as business partners, and I just see us continuing to grow. Shout out to Jen E, okay? It takes a lot to deal with Rick and his assholeness at times. Shut up, Jen E. But we we love the support. (laughs) Junior, not the third and not senior. Oh, she got descriptive. Okay. Dang, they go my whole government. He, he's, <laughs> the whole one, though, yeah. He, he said, he said which one? He asked. Had had ass, had had ass, ass, ass. There it is. Go but on. shout out to Jenny. She is the backbone, you know, behind every Amen. strong man. There is definitely a strong woman. Undercover Amen. brother. Jenny is strong. Undercover brother. Amen. So, um, Thanks. that's it. For my final thoughts. Keanu, that's uh, that's fantastic. Awesome. Because everything you said was right. Because without Jenny, I mean, where would I be? Uh, the me. man formerly known as Larry. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, Can sir. Can we get your final thoughts, please? Final thoughts, Final man. thoughts in this podcast. <clears throat> without the phone, please. I got a shout out to Fineo. You know, failure is not an option. And it's hey. so much. Like, that's a real life thing, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even accept failure. It doesn't exist. You feel me? Shouts out to the big bro, man. Now, man. The Susquehanna, man. Shouts out to blacks and yaks. Oh, my gosh, bro. Like, in which you have the freedom to be yourself and speak freely. Like, that's what it is. 
end of the day, like, your opinion is yours. You know what I'm yes. saying? It's nowhere um, else. That's it. You know, fuck all that. No, like, you got to be honest with yourself, man. Right Absolutely. now, society becomes so sanitized. Fuck all that shit. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Whether or not you agree or not with my opinion, it's still my opinion. You Absolutely. Feel me? Um, I want to say shouts out to Uncle Nail, man. You know, you know, Duncan, Duncan's son on Facebook. That's my, <laughs> that's big bro. 21 years in prison. I love that, bro. Shouts out to, man, oh, uh, man, uh, shit, big boo and, and, and just all the men that did time I'm clipping with this. me. Give all, give all your shout outs right now. All of them? Give it, I'm clipping this. Give all your shout outs. Okay, damn man, we got Big Boo, man. We got we got Black. We got we got God damn, my man Young Tay. We got Young Molly, man. We got uh we got Skinny. Uh God damn, we got my man um we got listen, whoever Alden did time with and I don't if I don't know you or not, you did time, you home and you are progressing and you positive, bro. It's a shout out to you, man. Shout out. Um shout out to Good Company. Shout out to any like, I'm 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 just I'm just grateful, man. Shout out to anybody that has hired a felon. You feel me? Mm. Shout out to the that's women deep. that support their men that's locked up. They come home and like and do right. Like I'm with all that. You feel me? Mm. Um, Brett, like, hey, I mean, you have, you off have camera, off camera, off camera. You have continued <laughs> to just support and just like the energy. You feel me? Like I definitely I just appreciate it. Um. My man Damo, shouts out to Reflection Dominican Barbershop in Waldorf, man. My man Jay, my man Keys, uh, Naya, why she so bomb, man. Um, Dominican by the Chuck E. Cheese, straight by the Chuck E. Cheese, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. My, my guy used to cut over there is, too, bro. as well. That's what my guy used to cut over there, but he don't so cut know. over there no more. So, like, like, I love those barbers. You all right? New yeah. fade, who this? New fade, who this? So, listen, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm turning on the fade. Oh, yeah, Rick, you used to have a smooth fade, yeah, that fade the shit. My barber got COVID right now. Who you barber? My barber is different. My barber different right now. <laughs> barber different. My barber. Um, hey, well, you see right now it's loyalty. Um, facts. It's called um, loyalty right now. All right, go, man. Um, never going back. You know, never going back. As Kiana was saying, man, we moving into the the phase of never going, man. Like, um, shouts out to everybody to support black business, bro. Yes, that's the important. Why network is black and, business, right, man? And the thing that make me mad, like, black business should not be like done in response to white supremacy like Absolutely. you should support black business because you should support black business that's it mm -hmm. don't do it because i'm mad at the white man i'm mad at the government no this is the right thing to do because like we the only mm. ones who don't support each other you feel me um and that's really it man i just um i feel it loving life man that's it man shots out man to whoever is moving in the right direction man that's it Rick, Rick. let's go rick let's go let's go final thought Final thoughts. Steve Harvey. Somehow, in a whole second now, the 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 winner is Columbia, but it's actually uh, some other country. I don't, I don't know. Don't give me Steve Harvey right there. Sh Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne Rick the God. Simmons. Rick Simmons. Charlemagne, yeah, Rick Simmons. <laughs> look, look, look. I'll tell you right now, my final thoughts are never about me. Mm -hmm. Because the BNY network we're trying to grow yeah. is never about me. Mm. It's about us, the people. Absolutely. Um, We, we made changes recently. I reached out to uh, Neil and Kiana, mm -hmm. and they stepped up a hundredfold. Facts like up. they they came through with no. It was it was immediate. Perfect. There was there was a void, and I appreciate them for just stepping mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. with that. They're not replacing anybody, but their position is solidified. If that means mm -hmm. something to, if if that if if, if you don't understand what I'm saying, mm -hmm. you understand what I'm saying. Um, 
I've known these two individuals since 2015 when I was drunk off my ass. Oh, God. And I walked Let's outside. talk about those nights. And uh, Jamie was outside talking to the both of them. We say, Jamie, Jamie was like, we got new neighbors. I was like, let me go meet them. I got a bottle of uh, Jameson, uh, not Jameson, but a bottle of Hennessy in my hand and a cup, a cup of mother hand full of uh, from the Hennessy. I walk inside, see these two. Now with a Sabiato on, Kiana matching them. Sabiato. <laughs> Don't do that. What's wrong with that? Come on now. Come on now. Shout Come on now. Sabiato. And I see okay. both of them two out there. I was like, I was like, immediately I saw them, I, I, I thought, I thought, it's something immediately came my, my mind. PG County. I was like, oh, we're going to get along just fine. Yeah. We're going to get along just fine. Yeah. That's the first thing I saw. I was like, I walked up barefoot. I also was PG Con. I was like, you was barefoot. Hey, baby, I am home. You know what I mean? <laughs> but not only was he barefoot, he had on this, what, what's the suit called? I didn't, have, I didn't have any. I had a red shirt on and some uh, some uh, some no, shorts. No, you did not. He was in uniform. He, you, no, def- no, you definitely had on your flight suit. No, I wasn't. Yeah, your flight suit. No, I was not. No, you had on your flight suit. No, I was red shirt, red <laughs> no. shirt, red shirt with the with the company logo. Nope. You had on your flight you suit. Had your flight suit. Nah, I think we had. I think we remember. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I wore on, but regardless, I came out with what we all remember. What Hennessy? All the Hennessy. There it is, right there. But the thing is that from that our relationship grew, and um, we were neighbors did. for for uh, a year and some change. Mm-hmm. And then, since then, like most neighbors, you move on, things happen. But we kept the faith from. Uh, we are family. Yeah, exactly. We tied together. And for we life. find out that uh, our family. cousin knew this man from. Um, Bro, that was a back scary. In you remember when? Middle matter of fact, that was the day Lou came home. Because you was like, hey. My cousin coming over. We gonna yeah. come over. That was, was that Luke and, came home? Yeah, cause we had the, house, we house had the housewarming. And I he was like, I'm gonna bring my party. cousin over. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "This your cousin?" He was like, "No." He was like, was like turtle." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shit blew my mind. So me and Nell, we've been intertwined from like back in like I don't know, like 20 years ago, yeah. Man. Un- unannounced. But the thing is about is that everything in being white. What I'm trying to get is that it's a family atmosphere. Definitely. Everything. Um. It's all family around. Mm-hmm. Between the two of you and who you bring over here to his podcast. Mm-hmm. Like Manil said, I got my guy I want to bring over. He'd be great to interview. I'm like, straight up. Yeah. I have a few no questions. Goofies. Yeah. I, no, I have no, a few hey, questions no to make sure goofies, how I can. Yeah. <laughs> a few questions how we can actually move the podcast, what what area we can take it. But I mean, at the end of the day, when Nell says, I trust. Mm. And Nell, I trust. That's why I look at it. That's important, though. Yeah. It you is. Know what I'm it is. But we are a family, though, so I appreciate that. I Solid. appreciate y'all for loving us. Solid. Mm-hmm. I appreciate y'all for inviting us a couple weeks ago to watch the uh, football team beat the Cowboys. Uh, say that again. Wait, what's the, make sure make sure y'all. you identify. I appreciate y'all. What bring, football team? What football team? The, the Washington what? football team. Uh, okay. Oh. And Keanu had this huge spread out to watch the Burgundy and Gold beat up on her... Uh, I don't know what color shit I got. You know what? Black and Everybody silver. Everybody has to take a loss at some point in right their now. life. Yeah, black and blue all over. Bruised like, up. Like, like a Dak Prescott ankle. Oh, that was an ugly break. But my so Ravens, though. Oh, <laughs> but my Ravens. Trust me, trust me. Trust me. This whole area, this whole area. Come on, that's that one shit now. We hey, hey, now, come on now. You got the headphones right there? Hey, hey we all turn purple and black at let, some let's, point. Let's, hey, now, let's come be on, honest, man. this purple right here. Hey, you ever seen the movie The Color Purple? Yeah, yeah. You nah, told Hoppo to beat me. Yeah, but listen. It, it was rough. But we appreciate you just as much as you appreciate us. The Ravens 6-2, by the way. Wait. Okay. Mm. Nah, nah, I appreciate y'all. 
even more. They'll be hating. So- yes, That's absolutely. Because then you said, look around. Look around. Okay. A couple weeks ago, it was. Hey, I'm not gonna. It was other individuals in this seat. They couldn't mm-hmm. be here tonight. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't be here. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate y'all for for being here tonight. Listen, yeah, no matter okay. where you go, we huh. had this discussion before. No matter where you go, we ain't always going gonna be there. Straight up, you we ain't going nowhere. Um, we listen. we are family, so it for family. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. We Facts. always gonna be there Facts. to be by your side or be behind you every mm-hmm. step of the way. Nothing is gonna change. When we decided that we were going to be friends, and then our friendship actually turned into family. Absolutely. And when I say our friendship, I mean it gets deeper than just you, Darnell, and I. Your family has now become my family, and my family has now become your family to the mm-hmm. point where we plan stuff together mm. as a family. Your your, your son texts me individually. Right. I know you like That's his. A, I mean, you are his uncle. Me. I'm though. not trying yeah. to break this up. Like the liquor stores, you're breaking are, this up the, right now. The liquor stores are closing, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I need to see the liquor store before it closes. Oh, okay. Whoa, 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 yeah, yeah. Kiana, we good. We good. We good. We good. The man formerly known as Larry. <laughs> Why he keep saying the man formerly known? That's, hey, that's some print. Hey, take a look at that right there. Look how beautiful that looks. That's not a snapshot of humanity. Hey, that's that's BNY Network right there. That's what we're building towards. Yes. One day that BNY will be BET, MTV, CBS, ABC, ESPN. We're gonna build towards that right there. Yes. Whether we can take the, uh, whether we can sit from the uh, land of uh, milk and honey with y'all, we're gonna we're gonna build the foundation. Like, like Moses, baby, we, we might not see it. Yeah, we hey, we might not see it, but guess hey. what? Like Martin Luther King, we may not see it, but guess what? We here. <laughs> In the words of uh, Being One Podcast, I know. One. This one. Is, this-